The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum, assemble! You are watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. Well, actually, you, you have half right now. Half. One F. <laughs> one F. Right, one F. <laughs> of the usual suspects in the building. Uh, he is the backbone. He's the pillar, the strength, the fantastic forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman. He's Moses Magnus. How you doing? As for myself, I'm Lawrence Young. Uh, sometimes I call me Mayor Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Despite it only being the two of us at the moment, we, we, we are hoping that we do get uh, Oz in here in a minute. Unfortunately, Jay won't be with us today, but you know, uh, shouts out to both of them. We've got a great show for you today. Joe fell into Take a Sarlacc pit. That's what happened. He's, he's literally being digested. That's unfortunate. <laughs> At least he but, tested. Uh, <laughs> but Joe, Joe's an up, upstanding kind of dude like that. Like, if he was in a Sarlacc pit, and getting digested. If he had reception, he would text. He'd be like, "I'm in the side." Like, he would even be like, "Oh, yeah." He would just be like, "Hey, I'm I'm done." Next, so. next show, he's like, "Yeah, I, I, you know, well, I didn't think I was gonna get out." It's like Joe, oh, he goes, "I could have been on the show. I heard it. Well, if you couldn't, if you heard it, why weren't you on the show? I didn't think I was gonna get out. What do you think? Let <laughs> well, me get out. You know, well, I was in the Sarlacc pit. Why didn't you tell us? Like, well, I mean, I figured you'd find out eventually if I didn't make it out." That, that's that a joke. All sounds like one hundred percent. One hundred I just didn't do an impression of Joe, but that's my one man show called Jay, opening on Broadway as soon as the pandemic's over. Right, right. Uh, that was actually like I was trying to tell you all that we have a great show for you today. That was it. You all witnessed it. <laughs> have a good night. Good night, folks. <laughs> good night. <laughs> no. Wrap up. Uh, <laughs> Right, right. No, uh, we are going to be talking to you all about Peacemaker, uh, latest addition to the DCEU, uh, and of course, spinning out of the the Suicide Squad movie. So we'll be talking about all three episodes uh, that premiered last week. So we'll be talking about Peacemaker, and of course, we'll be bringing you finally after a, a long hiatus comic book news because you demanded it so we'll be bringing you comic book news talking about the latest stories and goings-ons uh at, you know as of late throughout the industry so and of course whatever else it is that you all want to talk about and uh we will tell you how to get down with fantastic form in just a moment but first we want to make sure that we thank mr scott rubin because without him this show wouldn't exist so thanks scott hope you're doing all right man I gotta give that a call. I'm talking to Scott in a minute. So, yeah, it's time. It's time. Uh, yeah. And so, so here's 
how you can get down with Fantastic Forum. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. All right. We we need a new one. We do. We do. We'll work it out. We'll work it out. So, um, yeah, get down on Fantastic Forum. If you want to call in, call in fantasticforum.live. There's a link right there. Literally just call in. Hit us up there. Uh, jump into chat. We do have, we'll take your comments directly out of chat and bring them into the show, such as uh, Witty Chalk Hamlet here from Tiger Claw. What's up, Fantastic Forum? Did you guys watch episode four of the Book of Boba Fett? It was pretty good. I did not watch it, Tiger Claw. I did not watch it. No. <laughs> I'm messing with you and your typos, Tiger Claw. There he is. Ladies and gentlemen, he is uh, our intrepid senior reporter next in line for the cow. He's our resident Dark Knight detective. It's odd. You, you ever do everything you can to be ready ahead of schedule, and then right when you're ready to hit the button, you got to poop? Yeah, that happened to me last week. Just That's a little hilarious. behind the scenes for the, for the audience. Uh, yeah. I think he's bullshitting. I think I was bullshitting. You think, you think I'm lying about pooping? No, I you're full of shit, or you were at least. <laughs> yes, I am no longer full of shit. It's like I was waiting for us to be like, I knew that you would say that. Here is the poop. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. The evidence. Then, it's like, oh. Then my dog yells at me because he thinks I take too long pooping. <laughs> he gets tired of watching. <laughs> Oh, that's a bit. That's a, you see, that should be on the Fantastic Forum TikTok. <laughs> Dog yelling at me I, for pooping too long. Yeah, I have to, Lawrence. If if I close the door, he whines and scratches at the door. Yeah. If I open it completely, he will stand next to me until I'm done. So I kind of have to half close it. In which okay. case, he gets angry because I'm taking too long. It's in, it's a, it's a dog instinctual thing. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> no, it's a pet instinctual thing. It's when you spoil your pets too much and don't give them boundaries. You need a working dog. Not that I have dog. Say, the cat. The cat wants to go come in when I'm using the bathroom, and then I put the cat out, and then the cat sits there. And when I open the door, the cat's waiting. Like that's what happens, right? Like that's. Well, the cat's different. Like dogs. A dog will tear down the, the door if it has to. Yeah, it's oh, trying to protect gosh. me because I'm in a vulnerable position. Yeah. Mm. Just and he wants door. to smell. He wants to smell his poop to see if he's like eating right or if he's sick. Right. He's like, you're good. You're good. You're healthy. You're healthy. I don't know. Maybe that's why he's barking. Too yeah. too much chocolate yeah. this month. <laughs> you got polyps. Oh jeez. <laughs> You can smell your polyps, your little red stinky balloons. There it is. Polyps uh, is a funny word to say into the mic. <laughs> so, Tiger Claw did ask if we had watched Book of Boba Fett, the latest episode. I have not seen it. Have either of you seen it? I have not. I haven't seen past the first episode. That's oh, fair. Jeez. I, yeah, I have three episodes of, of something else to watch. 
That's like an hour long each. Yeah, I was surprised that Peacemaker was. Uh, well, look, that's a segue right there, right? Mm-hmm. That is a fact mm-hmm. of segue. There it is. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Uh oh, uh oh. Here we go. Come on, boys. Oh, so. More about jail code. When the fourth round would. Don't you call it. This is good already. Combo Scampi for limited. Such a cool yeah. intro. I like it. I think I'm gonna so, have a uh, file ready to make that, like, I can just add the what we're actually talking about to be the last thing, and we just have a new one every time. Oh, okay. I think that would. No. Yeah, I, I'm looking at the chat. I see nothing idiot saying hi. Hello, nothing idiot. <laughs> I am saying that is say idiot, right? Okay, I was about to say I'm like, oh, yeah. I feel bad if it was like. <laughs> Edie or something like that. Nothing Edie. I'm like, oh, nothing Edie. I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, you know what he would say in that position, right, Larry? What he'd say? Fuck you, Larry. <laughs> That's what he would say. Uh, he or she or they, all that. Fuck you, Larry. So, right. Anyway. Right. I was so, playing those. Uh, I was playing those for my brother today, and he was cracking up. Dude, they're hilarious. So, okay. We're talking about Peacemaker, newest show on HBO Max, like I said, addition to the DCU, it's, uh, coming right off the heels of the Suicide Squad movie. Um, three episodes premiered last week, and so we're going to talk about them all. And we're gonna basically, uh, basically let you all know what we thought, and hopefully, uh, you all will let us know what you think too. So, let's do it. Uh, Moses Magnum, what do you yeah, think man. of uh, the Peacemaker or Peacemaker? I'm sorry, the Peacemaker. It's just Peacemaker. <laughs> you know, I enjoyed it. I I didn't think. You know, coming off of the Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. I uh, I was like, whoa, like, okay, I'm ready for this. And uh, I didn't know what, what I got was actually what, what I was getting, which is like a really cool uh, hair metal themed show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, so I was really like, like that. And, uh, you know, but, um, but aside from that, it's just like seeing more of, why piece that caricature of that character in the real world essentially is is an interesting idea mm-hmm. and and yeah so i got three episodes at once so i didn't have to do the wonder like you know usually when we review one of these things like, well i got one episode and mm-hmm. so far i think this but now with these three like this, this is a solid show like it feels like this is the you know we got preacher on tv we got the boys like I don't know if Peacemaker was ever written by Garth Ennis. I know that the way the dad <laughs> looks, he looks like a Garth Ennis character. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, but this is like the better, it, it, you know, the spiritual Garth Ennis interpretation of, um, of something. <laughs> you know, like that maybe if, I don't know yeah. if that was in the writing. Like, hey, what a, 
what kind of feel we're gonna eh, let's let's do what if Garth Ennis would write Peacemaker and, and get this, you know? Mm-hmm. So I can understand it not being like the comics, not that I read them, but and I expect these <laughs> things not to be, you know. So yeah. it's like sometimes when they make them not like the comics, you could they still feel weird and they still like they're missing something. Even if it's something you haven't read, you feel like I don't know, man. At least I do sometimes. So in this mm-hmm. case, that wasn't the case. <laughs> I, yeah. I there you go. Oz, what what were your thoughts on Peacemaker? I was worried because that guy was in the movie felt like it like interesting in small bursts. So I was right. worried about a, a full on series starring him and mm-hmm. they managed, or I guess James, James Gunn, cause it's his thing, right? He managed mm-hmm. to make the show about him, but still kind of do small burst. Like there's there's enough of a cast around him that you get some of his nonsense and then some other people get to do some things and then right back to more of his nonsense with some cool action mm-hmm. scenes in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I was, yeah, no, I was really yeah. surprised. I wasn't expecting, you know, I I thought I'd get sick of it by the by the end of the first or second episode. But you have not so far. Okay, okay, well, there you go. Uh, I know for my, myself, like, I, I did like the version of the character from the movie, and I felt like, you know, the turn that that he makes in the Suicide Squad movie was like, you know, it made sense, and it didn't feel, like, it, it felt like it was within the scope of the character that they created for that movie. And so when I found out he was getting his old show, I was kind of like, well, what are, the, you know, how, how are they going to do this? It's not to say that it couldn't be done. It was just more so like, how are they going to choose to do it? And, you know, I was pleasantly surprised just because I was not expecting the show that I take the, the turn that it did just because it, it, it was interesting, like how, um, it's still the character from the movie, but they almost like after the, the events that happened to him in that movie, he he becomes different. Like you know, like those events were a, a, a pivoting a pivot point for him, and it it allows for the character to have more depth. And have like a different kind, like to view things differently than than he did in in the Suicide Squad movie, which was was interesting. Like I would not have expected that would have been the the route that they went with it, but it, it was it's pretty cool, man. And more than anything, I think what I take away is, man, John Cena is having so much fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you could look at this pool, and you can tell. That he is one hundred percent into what he's doing, and I feel like that energy trickles down from the top to everybody else that's like on the show. You know what I mean? Like it's like I, you could maybe you could have maybe been in a bad mood or not been certain of the role that you were taking when you signed up for that show, but by the time you get around Cena, I feel like you're like you know what? No, we, this is the best thing we're ever going to do. <laughs> you know, because that's the kind of energy. 
that he seems to be projecting, at least to me. I don't know. What What do you all think? Do you all think John Cena's having a good time? You know, there's a lot of these lines where you could tell there's a written line, and I'm not saying he ad libs stuff, but he's like, mm-hmm. "What if I said this?" Like when they write mm-hmm. it, you know. And mm-hmm. it, it's, I think it's, you know, to be a wrestler, you kind of have to be a good performer, and acting oh, yeah. is a performance. Absolutely. So I think he brings a lot of that in. Like he can immerse himself in a character and enjoy it, um, mm-hmm. and. It shows in this show. Like, I was I was watching a match of uh, an old match, um, with John Cena versus Batista, back in the mm-hmm. end. I'm like, oh my god, it's Drax and, and Peacemaker fighting. But and it's like, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 like, he finally got to play a, a superhero type character, and he's been built for it, you know. Mm-hmm. And they use him instead. They use Zachary Levy for. Uh... <laughs> For a superhero <laughs> with Patty, <laughs> dude, I, like it's funny that you say that because you're like when you, I didn't think about it, but John Cena, like as far as like, his acting ability, would actually be pretty perfect for uh, yeah, uh, Captain I mean, Marvel. The look isn't so much. I mean, a little bit. Yeah, it's just you know, no, he, has, he looks he, a little his, like, too big, but but his yeah. like the, like John Cena can act like. He's a, oh, yeah. a small child inside of a big oh, yeah. man, adult man's body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Terry Claw in chat says, did you know the, sh- the that in the Peacemaker show, they had to recast the character Vigilante after the original actor quite quietly quit, quit after five episodes over creative differences. So he got recast. Says they had to reshoot all the vigilante scenes from episode from the five episodes with the new actor. Well, <clears> it's <throat> a lot of voiceover work, really. Yeah, like I'm pretty you know sure the want? stuff in the suit, the stuff in the suit, you don't have to reshoot. They might yeah, because do. still, they don't if they don't want to pay them, you know, because that guy at that point yeah, no, that absolutely. guy contract. So if you use them, you still have to pay them. So it's easier to just pay Plus, this guy less <laughs> and and reshoot it. Who knows if. The guy, like what size the other dude is, and all that kind of stuff. Like, was he the same build? Even if he is the same build, it's like, you know, you don't want to have vigilante looking like he's one size or one shot Mm -hmm. and a different size and another shot. You know, that'd be weird. Like, I mean, like some kind of Boba Fett like figure. Is that what you mean? You mean like, like Boba Fett? Yes. Yes, like Boba Fett. Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Well, it worked for Batman in, in Justice League. Uh, yeah, I, I see can't, the Batman I can't. way sooner than that old man they, they put up trying to pretend to be a Bruce Wayne blonde hair. Uh, are, you, are you talking about Ben Affleck? Yeah. No, you said Titans, right? No, I said in Justice League. In oh, the Snyder Cut, you had the reshoots that. with you know a slimmer Less, you know, you had the from the original movie at the buff one where he kind of lifted weights. Then he was right about to go into rehab, so he was puffy from drinking in the Joss Whedon <laughs> cut. And then you had the Snyder cut where he like the muscles went away because he's just a regular dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's like different what, what, levels of padding on the suit. <laughs> what I will say is, uh, vigilante. 
is probably like I have I have a vigilante is a part of the show that rubs me the wrong way a little bit. Not because I dislike it, because the character in in this show is hilarious. And I enjoy the the interaction and the relationship that they have. It's just that vigilante happens to be like one of these weird little random once again, I guess, which is maybe my MO, one random characters that I like, happen to like and read or have what read and have read because it's like there's not a lot of vigilante comic books out there in the grand scheme of things. You know, vigilante is not a hero. That's like, oh, pick up the monthly vigilante book. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I was a little disappointed because when I found out vigilante was going to be in the Peacemaker show, I was like, oh man, that's cool because he looks great. He looks like vigilante. And then I saw like some scenes and I was like, oh, he acts like Deadpool though. And oh. that's a weird thing because vigilante doesn't act like Deadpool. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Which I, nobody I, I, knows, right? No one knows because yeah. no one no one else reads vigilante. <laughs> well, but, that and like I didn't even think of the Deadpool thing. Like I thought he was just this is just what they're doing because it's James Gunn's vigilante, you know? Like, if even if he doesn't act like it, like, I don't care because I'm watching, I'm, when I get James Gunn, I'm getting James Gunn's <laughs> version of it, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like, compare yeah. it to like Bloodstone. No, I mean, now that you say it, now that you say it, I see the Deadpool thing, yeah. but I, I, I wasn't, you know, I, I didn't, it didn't correlate with me when I was actually watching it. I, I was, Oh. Enjoying everything I was watching, so they yeah, hit it and, well. And I did too. Yeah, yeah. They hit I, it I, well. I now you too, ruined and... the rest of the show for us. Thanks. <laughs> you, that's what I do. You know, you're welcome. No, but I mean, honestly, it's like one of those things where I got over it quick. But it every so often, like, well, and I guess you know, I, I didn't watch all the episodes in one sitting. I, I watched them over the course of a few days, and so. um you know, every time he comes up, I'm like, oh, he, he's not acting like any of the vigilante guys. Like, there, there is, yeah. I guess, a lighter vigilante, but yeah, it's but like not that. Deadpool. Yeah, it's not. No, he's not. He's not silly or quirky. He's, you know. Yeah. And, and I, honestly, it's like he might just be lighter in comparison to, like, the other version the hardline <laughs> right exactly you know where Man, it's like you just, you just messed up one of my favorite scenes when he <laughs> also when he tells peacemaker step aside i was like oh man that's that's yeah. very poignant and powerful and, and yeah. that's that is conveying and now i just see deadpool humming along killing mm-hmm. people well yeah. you know but that's but that's that's, that's it, what they want like if you if you watch it again it's like it's very much like a, a Deadpool kind of thing going on. Like to the point where if something happens to Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, like I'm like, this guy can take over. Like to me at least, <laughs> like, you know, like, I, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying I would prefer him to Ryan Reynolds because Ryan Reynolds, like Adds this, the, the same thing that John Cena is, the energy that John Cena is bringing to the, to the Peacemaker role, obviously like Ryan Reynolds is bringing that energy to Deadpool, when there was no movie, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, 
you know, he's he's made to do that. I want him to do more. But like this guy, I feel like could definitely like God forbid something yeah. happened to Ryan Reynolds. He could step in. Well, right. Well, look, it look, it doesn't have to be something happening. It could be he just gets too expensive. Uh, but it nah, Ryan Reynolds is like he he's tied himself into that thing, right? Like yeah, but if he gets too expensive, they don't give a fuck. They'll just either not make anything or pay somebody else less. I get, look, I guess if anybody can somehow figure out a way to make Deadpool not Ryan Reynolds, I guess Disney can do. But I mean, who yeah. wants that? Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. <laughs> well, I, look, it's not about what you want; it's what you're getting. Like, I didn't want that Jonah Hex movie, but that's what I got. Like, that's the decision Disney they would chose. not have made that. I don't know, man. Disney's <laughs> okay, also Disney would have Mar- Marvel would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. So, uh, what do you all think about the the supporting cast, like the the team that Peacemaker's on, and the rest of the rest of that crew? I, you know, I I do. Uh, they they all play their part really well. The 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 quirky shit seems to be um, James Gunn's mo. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, like this, the comedian guy with the economist last name and mm-hmm. you got your um, your your blonde bombshell type, mm-hmm. your authoritative, like military, like shot caller mm-hmm. and then your newbie mm-hmm. and, and then mm-hmm. the peacemaker. So it, yeah. it seems pretty standard fare, like 18 type shit, you know, and mm-hmm. um but it, I mean, look, there's it's that formula for a reason because that shit that shit always works, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, but but the the role they're playing, the the interactions they're having, you know, they're basically his introduction into like reality, you know, like right from mm-hmm. the start from the story you hear, like he's like Is Facebook, you know, what was I forgot what his name was, <laughs> so he said some name like Incel seventy nine or something or. It, on Reddit has been lying to me the whole time, you know, <laughs> like because he's oh, buying yeah, no, I think it's just like Pepe, you know, and Pepe, like, face, yeah. you, you mean to tell me Facebook's been lying to me the whole time, you know, like right. they said that like three or four times, and it's like mm-hmm. these people that have a, a bigger, uh, a wider scope of things, uh, for whatever reason are his introduction into mainstream world in the mainstream culture, in a sense, while he's mm-hmm. also struggling with the killing aspect, you know. Um, yeah, but yeah, the, the sport, the, the dad is, I mean, Robert Patrick is oh. great. He's always great. So and that part that he's playing is going to be like the white dragon. Yeah. That's going to be really good. Um, yeah, you know, the white dragon is another one like vigilante. Like there's a bunch of different ones and they chose to do this one this way mm-hmm. and it, it kind of fits. So mm-hmm. it's interesting, like, especially like in modern uh, culture and society and the political landscape, like it's mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so I, I you could see why that guy, that guy being how he is, you can see why uh, it's hard for John Cena to, to want to be a good guy but doing it a little bit wrong. And I'm not saying it's right. all the way wrong, I, I think you know, the yeah. bad guys are trying to kill you, so the good guys have to be willing to kill too, you know. Mm-hmm. so but it's just the way, like the following orders, the rigid, the the yeah. rigidity, I guess, comes from that, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, to learn to be a little more malleable. I like when he said, "It's like 
I have 400 gigabytes on my hard drive of Alliance when <laughs> he's talking to the lesbian chick because he's yeah. taller. <laughs> it's just <laughs> but it's also, you know, white cis privilege shit. And I, I, mm. I accept that because <laughs> I'm a white cis privilege. <laughs> it's funny because, uh, like, you, you, you did hit the nail on the head when you're like, Robert Patrick is doing an amazing job. But man, like, Robert Patrick's doing a little too good of a job, if you ask me. Yeah. I'm like sitting here watching Robert Patrick, like, whoa, my God. Like, it's like I don't like, like his bio. He feels... Like, was he born in the <laughs> South? <laughs> was he raised in the South? Because he's of that Dude. age, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. No, man, he is like playing that role to a T. And I'm just yeah. like, man, I've met that dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've met that guy. And yeah, he definitely was like right down, like feel like two sentences away from calling me one of the good ones. You know what I mean? You know? <laughs> I'm just like, okay. yeah. I was just like, man. But Oz, what about you, man? How'd you feel about that supporting cast? Uh, similar opinion <clears throat> for the most part. Uh, New Girl is annoying me now, but what we <laughs> learn about her character makes me think that she's she's going to do something important later. So mm-hmm. I'm dealing with it. It's just uh, a lot of James Gunniness in this show, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Even down to the... I'm, I'm Maybe it's just because I've seen too many of his movies. I'm getting sick of the music thing. Like, it's really starting to just get on my nerves. And I don't need to see John Cena in his underwear that, that off that much. Like even when he wrestled, he wore like jean shorts. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. That's true. Now the music so, thing is like what 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 you mean like just that the fact that it's all like it ties into what the story is going or yeah, the, it's it's a, like it's not just that it that there's a soundtrack because everything has soundtracks. It's the way James Gunn tries to tie it in, and then it's always like the the musical bed for some action sequence yeah and he tries to it's just it's it's a cool thing every once in a while i've just seen it a lot you know i'm not saying it's bad or done poorly i've just seen it a lot and it's something a a lot from him yeah from him yeah like if i see a james gunn movie i'm gonna it's like it's like watching a tarantino movie and hearing the n-word you just expect it like there's not even black people in the movie it's just Somebody just walks by and says that it's murder. Actually, no, that's wrong because Sam Jackson would beat it. My bad. <laughs> Hilarious. But no, I mean, I, I feel where you're coming from in the sense like, I, well, and I, I feel where you're coming from. I, I personally don't have a problem with it, but I get it because what I what I can tell you is generally when you see, you know, movie, TV show, it's like the music often is is in the background. You might notice a good song or a good song choice, but even when you notice, it kind of fades back into the background of things. And it does feel like when James Gunn does his thing with the music, it doesn't fade into the background. Like it is definitely in the forefront. Like, you know, and and but and, luckily he, he does it well so that it does feel like okay, like the songs that are playing are thematic in the sense like whatever's happening in the moment or what's going on with the character, it feels like 
you like you understand why that song is playing in that moment or why that character would be focused on that music in that moment like in you know that that's that's something i think that uh is evident with a lot, a lot of his stuff but at the same time i can understand why somebody like yourself oz might be like enough already like i don't i don't need that all the time you know so I did. I definitely didn't need it in Guardians of the Galaxy, and I didn't need it in. <laughs> but for me, it's like you know, it, he does it all the time with music I don't care about. <laughs> this mm. type of stuff that I liked. So You're right. Like, well, there like, you go. Right. Like like the, the Cinderella. Like mm. it's like, and she likes Cinderella, and then <laughs> it's like Tom Kiefer and the boys are the perfect blend of blues and metal, and it's like that's one of the things. You know, I don't want to get into the minutia, but like, like Cinderella was one of those things. Like, they're one of the hair metal band that's ballady, and then when they wanted, like, you know, the structure is blues and it's still metal. And then when they, when the hair metal kind of died, they went more bluesy, and that, in a way, that was their downfall because the grunge was the next wave, which still bluesy, it's just not structured bluesy and that you know so it, it like that history with cinderella and like somebody liking cinderella and having that be part of his personality and that like saying that is a cool thing mm-hmm. now that could have happened with no hair metal in the whole series that moment would have still been as awesome you know yeah um, and even some of the hair metal choices like they're really obscure like the the choir boys <laughs> and, and uh so yeah it's it's just nuts but it's like stuff that you hear on like hair metal radio and it's like unless you lived in that era like you'd never heard these songs ever i'm sitting here like is that a thing hair metal radio yeah yeah on on serious there's a hair metal channel oh it's a hair nation um hair nation (laughs) yeah yeah man but it's it's like uh, it was like spandex jeans and Aquanet Hair Nation. <laughs> like that's the the, <laughs> the bumper between songs. <laughs> it's like leopard print vest <laughs> and guy liner Hair Nation. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, it, it is it is like a real thing. Like how you said with with Guardians, where you're like, hey, I, you didn't need that music or whatever but as well as like, yeah. like i said this stuff plays plays in the foreground like to the point where yeah, uh, they had they a made that new... one of the songs in, in guardians right of the right exactly and like when they made that guardians video game like there's like music like music is a part of the whole thing like as far as like one of the like power-ups has like friggin yeah, music not... played in the background and stuff but i'm just like man that's wild that like how much did he shape that just, as part of who those characters are now? It's not just how much he puts it in the foreground, too. It's like he plays the whole song. Yeah. It's like a music <laughs> video for the song. Like it, sometimes I feel like a scene is going on. It's like an SNL skit. It's just it's good, and then it just keeps going and going and going. It's like, okay, I know you want the whole mm-hmm. song, but you, you can cut like a third of this off. You don't need to, you know. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So, real quick, while while we're in the whole like subject of music and all that kind of stuff, can we talk about the opening? Like, what what oh, do yeah. you all feel about about this 
the Peacemaker opening credits. Like I, I know I watched it on the first one, and I was like, "What is happening?" Yeah, and and I yeah. literally was like, "Are they gonna do this at the beginning of every episode? Like, is this like the actual like intro?" And then yeah. I watched episode two, and I was like, "Oh my god, they are!" Like, <laughs> like this is the intro to Peacemaker. Like, what what did you all think? What did you, I... you think of it all? I the same, I had the same reaction the the first time <laughs> to the point that before the the rest of the epi- before the episode like start goes on after that I I went back to watch it again like mm-hmm. just because I didn't I wasn't sure what the hell I saw and you mm-hmm. you haven't been introduced to most of those characters like some of the characters that show up mm-hmm. don't even I don't think you see till like the the second episode right yeah but after I watched it the second time then I skip it now. So, I I tried to skip it and I couldn't. I can't push the button because it's like I look at it. I'm just like, look at how they dance. Like you know, like I, like I think I feel like once once you get to the point where they do like the whole the, like that move, I'm just like I'm in. I can't I can't I can't turn away Wait, now. What like, move? Try the, what move? <laughs> that move. You know that move. Coins out of the air. (laughs) (laughs) So, what about you, Mo? What you think? I'm gonna isolate you and put you into the intro. Okay, got it. Like, I I think I would Um, prefer that over the me hiding. (laughs) (laughs) My, but you know, I, I, uh, I I didn't like it. Uh, it, it, You know, it's just a little weird. It's very, um. That's very more than musical, a little weird, like like Broadway musical type musical mm-hmm. number, you know. Mm-hmm. And then even the song is not like it's you know it's wigwam and and it's not that like uh, you know I'm not a hair metal guy. I do enjoy a lot of hair metal, just not that you know. And even a lot of the ones <laughs> they play, like they're okay songs. They're just not the great, you know. They're not what what I like. I listen to Wasp or Poison, you know, like. Not um, fucking yeah, choir boys, yeah. Um, so it's just like if it was a better song, I'd probably enjoy it better. But it, yeah, the intro was weird, and then but then you get Eagly at the end, and that's kind of cool, dude. Eagly, like yeah, Eagly is awesome. It's weird. <laughs> I thought Eagly was gonna be like a joke because he, he. I saw him in the trailer. I thought. Okay, that's a joke. They're gonna do do scene where like he stole an eagle or something. Yeah. And then what they do, like even to to begin it with the hug. Yeah. Yeah. It's like okay, so this is gonna be a thing. All right, let's go. And so here's this is weird. This is weird conspiracy theory, uh, a fan theory time. So you know, all you listening, this is fan theory time. It might make news. I I might be the first one to say it. But Eagly is a Howard Stern reference. And really? you got to stick with me. Yeah, it's very convoluted because there's a dude that loves hair metal on the Howard Stern show. He was also the drummer for Ice Earth and Death. And uh, I believe well, he's uh, Caninus also. But he's one of Howard Stern's phony phone callers. And he's a writer for the show. And he's a dude that grew up in Kansas on a farm. And he had a, a a pet calf on the farm named Caffy, 
And whenever they made fun of him for naming his calf Caffy, they're like, well, what was your dog's name? Doggy? What was your uh, your, your piggy's name? Your pig's name? Piggy? Or what, you know, and I think, uh, what was the other one? Oh, and then when he's like, he got a guitar for Christmas, he goes, and they make fun of him. One of the impressionists says, uh, this is my car, uh, my guitar, Guitari. I'm naming it Guitari, you know? <laughs> and then that guy, and, and here's the thing. I know James Gunn is a fan of the Howard Stern show so much so that he put that guy, Richard Christie, in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So oh, I do believe okay. Eagly is a Howard Stern, uh, an obscure Howard Stern reference, which I, to I me is it. great because you know you, I'm like that, I'm first. like that I'm like that uh, that Leonardo DiCaprio meme. Whenever I hear like a Howard Stern reference on TV, I'm like, you know, like I get it, <laughs> I get all of it. That's me. Like, somebody says four inches is fine on the morning news, and I'm like, that's Howard Stern, you know? <laughs> or hit him with, yeah. Huh? With the cigarette, too, and everything. Yeah. <laughs> cigarette yeah. and the beer. <laughs> that's funny. I'm, supposed to be, I'm classy today. I'm supposed to be drinking it in the glass. I, I just think it's funny that there was. Uh, when when looking up news one day, there was like legitimate news stories about how the eagle isn't real. That's like hilarious. hilarious. I thought the eagle, the, the eagle intentionally, it seems to me, looks it's supposed to look like fake. fake. Yeah. yeah. It's like the, yeah, the most low budget thing on the show. And right. You, you still have to write that story. And because it's so low budget, it actually adds to the person that they can actually give it personality, you know, as a puppet, you know, because more of a practical it, it, effect or it feels like but a practical the thing effect. Is, it looks like a like a classic, like American bald eagle, though, like like yeah. what you like. It looks like the stuff that shows up in the posters and like, like yeah. you know, like uh like yeah. when people that, that like in, the eagle like, that's like on the side yeah. of somebody's like every country F-150 song or on their motorcycle like that's yeah. that eagle. Every country song music video like that's that eagle. It's eagly. <laughs> eagly, eagly, So yeah, man, it's it's a wild it's a wild show. Like, and, and what yeah. I can say is, I really appreciate like like I. Despite its like silliness and the strangeness, it's like you really do get like Cena like acting. Like yeah. like Peacemaker is is going through some stuff and evolving, yeah. you know? And it's like every so yeah. often you get like after you get the the funny moment and then you get like the you know, like the friggin' uh politically incorrect moment and then after you get like you know the friggin like raunchy moment you get like a moment where it's just like <laughs> yeah right where you know like this dude is like going through some stuff and like trying to figure things out and exactly. i'm just like wow like it's a weird it's a weird combination of stuff that's really working really well for me yeah and it i think part of it is because it is done for a TV format, and you know, if there was a movie, they'd have to rush through a lot of that, and it could be it could be to the detriment of the movie. Like they could mess up a movie just trying to get all these points. And here, it's like you can spend ten minutes on a, a 
on the formula, the the raunchy, <laughs> the the berating of him being raunchy and politically incorrect, and him kind of growing from it. You mm-hmm. know, like when he says, your, your tits look great in that. And I'm saying that as a compliment. They're not sexist. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Right. So, shit like that. Like when he called right. them, sweet cheeks. And it was because her cheeks yeah. were puffy and red, not her ass. And they're like, dude, that's the comment on her. No, it's not. Her cheeks were plush <laughs> and red. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. It, yeah but then he goes into sugar tits. Yeah. But that, look, yeah. Because, yeah. You got to. <laughs> you got to. You can't. <laughs> but, you know. But, yeah, no, it, it's like, I think, yeah, they're, they're not, you know, eight episodes, I think is perfect. I don't think you need to draw it out. But I think, you know, especially with the streaming platforms, like, you got to find that magic number. Like, I know there's, like, I think Netflix tries to do 10 episode series. Cable used to try to do 13 episode series. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know, HBO premium cable tried to do between eight and ten, 13. And uh I, I think at this point, let's cut that shit out and just do what what feels right for your story, you know. I know hey, a lot ideally. of a lot of those um a lot of those Marvel Netflix ones, like they could have been trimmed down by one or two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um they were still, you know, the ones I I loved, I loved, and I, you know, they're still like, I wouldn't say whole episodes of filler, but like ten minutes per episode for like three episodes mm-hmm. of filler, like a half hour of filler across the board. Like, eliminate one episode, you'll get a good series. Like even when they did the Defenders, the Defenders was like a six part thing or seven. Yeah, part. I think I think it was. It was smaller than all the other series, so mm-hmm. I think they went well with that. And even that like had its its little uh, a drawing out. Yeah, absolutely. Moment. No, I think, but, um, I think you're absolutely right. Where it's like all those all those shows probably could have ditched at least one episode, like one episode's yeah. worth of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, here, here, I think they, you know, setting the bar at eight, I think, is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was? I think uh, I was watching Yellowstone. I think the first season was like nine episodes. Next one ten. Then they just kept it at ten. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, after a few seasons, it's like, okay, you know, maybe it could have been eight, you know, <laughs> once you get to season mm-hmm. three or four, it's like, hey, it could have been eight, you know, like there's stuff mm-hmm. that we got, but it's like, unless you're finishing it right now, I don't need to know this story right now, you know, <laughs> That's but who knows, they, they haven't announced if it's coming back, so I don't know, I'm scared. Um, <laughs> Let me ask this question, and you know, I'm primarily asking this to you, Oz, but at the same time. I'm not, I, I'm not like trying to you know, like hold you to knowing this answer, but do you know anything about Judo Master? Like, is that a character that you were familiar with before we got to episode three of this show? <laughs> I've heard the name. Um, right, okay. I've seen, <laughs> I, I've seen drawings of him. Like, He's the what I've seen. He doesn't look like what like, he looks like in this show. Yeah, yeah. The, design, the design for the show was terrible. Yeah, he. I don't he understand looked, it at all. Like I don't understand why. It's like I mean, well, in in in. I, I don't think fairness, he's supposed to be that in fairness, short. Well, okay, right. That's one thing. But I was gonna say, in fairness, the, the design from the character, at least what I've seen, is terrible too. So, 
I could totally get why somebody would look at that character and be like, oh, we can't use that. But I don't know why they would go with what they went with because that's terrible. <laughs> the thing is, the design I've seen on in uh, in comics it isn't that different. It's just a color scheme. And but the actual body design is actually would be a little bit more formidable of a foe. I understand giving on oh, me. Where am I here? There we Uh-oh. go. Okay. What are you trying to do? Oh. I was trying to exit the solo for Oz. But the design I had seen in the comics, it, it just looks more menacing. And I guess that's kind of what they're kind of going for is like those kung fu movies where the the dude is like the the little quiet one that's gonna um i'm trying to share a screen here too sorry <laughs> but you know what i mean larry like comics tend to do that like whoever they're gonna fight like it looks like they can fight them they, and they want TV people show, to see this guy next to to john cena Right. And think, well, that's that's not a fight. Yeah. Mm. But and that's the thing, but it's also the actual costume, like, okay, give him uh that, that green costume is fine, but don't put that hard shit under the, the cloth of the of the mask. Just give him a regular mask, you know, like a ninja, you know. <laughs> like this dude mm-hmm. looked like he was wearing a bicycle helmet under. And then even in the audio editing, like when they're actually like He's getting hit with a crowbar. It's like hits like there's a metal plate in there, and it's mm-hmm. like, come on, man. If your name, if you're a villain named Judo Master, like you're not supposed to have any kind of armor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he looks be like able, a generic. Like, oh, go ahead. Like a GI Joe. <laughs> like when he called them. <laughs> like even because of the head so disproportionate because of the helmet mm-hmm. and the padding, he's like, I want to take you home and play with my GI Joes. Just don't fuck mm-hmm. my Chewbacca. Chewbacca's got teeth in their anus. That's canon. (laughs) That's true. I've heard that. That's true. Joe would be here if he was here and if he watched Mm. Boba Fett. (laughs) Yeah, man. It's it's weird because Judo Master looks like a like a a, a throwaway uh, Mark Millar villain. Like, you know, just like one of those Millar world kind of, you know, yeah. random things. So I don't, I don't and know. I, I, it's not to I say didn't, that they didn't do good shit with this character while he was there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And no, I agree with you. It just looks like that look. It, it's almost like, you know, you talk about a toilet bowl head, not working for peacemaker when we saw the design and it, it's like, it, it's, it works great when he's in his underwear and he hits sonic boom on it. It works yeah. great. It looks great. Yeah. But, the that judo like I, I think if it was a bigger dude with that padding on the helmet, it would have looked better, you know? Yeah. Um, no, I agree with you. I well you could do you. a and judo mask with no mask, just or just a domino mask, you know? I absolutely one hundred percent. Like I'm just if like you, know, redesign, oh. you can do that. And I thought it was a girl at first. Like, yeah, no, I could totally understand that too. But he which, says yeah, I could see the veins, I could see the that suit so tight, I could see the veins in your penis. I'm like, I, I see camel toe. <laughs> and I actually took a screen capture, but the app doesn't let me take screen capture. So it's like, um, it, it, you know, it, it blacked out the screen. So yeah, you have yeah. to pause and take a picture. Yeah, but then you can see me in the reflection, like 
and <laughs> I, I didn't work. <laughs> I, I didn't do that. Oh, I put hard work. I put a thought into this shit, Larry. It doesn't sound like it. But... <laughs> I tried to watch all it right. all in one sitting, but the HBO Max app is a piece of shit. So it's like it would what only be a black screen. Like when I I watched it on my iPad at work, and then. I, when I came home to finish the third episode, it was like it just played black. Like the screen was black, and all you hear is the audio. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, huh. it's they need to fix that shit. Yeah, that app's been janky. All right, the start. But... Yeah. So, anybody got anything else that they want? Like any kind of like last remark you all have about? Peacemaker before we rate it. I want to hear Wait by White Lion. Got it. <laughs> if they do that, they'll get a five out of five out of me. <laughs> Mo, Mo has a, a playlist. playlist. And if Mo, Mo's making requests on, on, oh, on Twitter. <laughs> Breaking the Chains by Dawkins. You know, like it is a fucking awesome song. Uh, fucking called Yeah, the I told you already. That's why I pronounced the kin as Dokken because the the band came first. Got it. And it's actually a dude's last name, Dokken. The the oh. guy. From the but you don't listen to me, Larry, and you don't remember when I tell you these things. So I I I, I try my best to listen, and I try my best to remember, <laughs> and I fail at both. You're a college. He forgets stuff a, that he posted like days ago. You're a college graduate. You you put your mind to it's things true. and you achieve it. And you haven't once put your mind to remembering what I tell you. Which tells me you don't want to. And it makes me it's sad. True. Man. And that's why he's drinking. Letting, letting my boys down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, what else? You know. Wasps, animal, fuck like a beast. That's a good song. It will fit here. <laughs> are we having a heavy metal minute? It's been a while. We are. We are. Hey, you know, yeah, no, it's been a while. I took all twenty twenty one off for heavy metal minutes, but yeah, I, I've been trying to get them together. But I guess the heavy metal minutes, like, tune in to Jimmy Kimmel tomorrow. Ghost is playing live on Jimmy oh, Kimmel really? Live. Yeah, Thursday night they're kicking off their tour. 2022. Oh, I thought that tour was gonna be canceled. So, but no, they're there. <laughs> they sent the email say, "Hey, wear your mask, get your vaccines, do whatever you got to do to keep this shit safe because we want to complete this fucking tour. Don't fuck around and fuck up. And to prove it, we're gonna be on Jimmy Kimmel <laughs> to to kick off the tour. That's the first stop of our tour. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, and I might actually tune in to watch that. Yeah, you better get that ratings up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say I'm here for okay. ghosts. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here for ghosts because because Jimmy wants to know what what are you doing here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for ghosts. I'm here for Quit ghosts, your Jimmy. funny nonsense. Go to ghosts. Right. <laughs> um, start with ghosts. Uh, with ghosts. Ghost to ghost. <laughs> ghost to ghost. Till the AM. <laughs> oh jeez. As what would you rate Peacemaker? Uh, Peacemaker, first three episodes, what are doing out of five? Yeah, yeah, 
it's four and a half. It's a couple of things that got on my nerves, but I'm being nitpicky at that point. There's it's it's a good show. I've been recommending yeah. it to people who didn't even know it existed. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh Moses Magnum. What would you rate these I'd give it uh four out of five sounds about right. Because five five is my instinct, but they, they go fucking up. But no, so far out of these three, it's a five. Solid five. I, I can't go. like this is what this is what I would read Vertigo books based on characters that were in the main DC universe for. You get to see them in these situations that are a little edgier and the story is edgier and the dialogue is a little more more real compared to the, the sanitized of the main DC universe. And I, that, I feel like that's kind of the approach they're taking with the, a lot of these. You got your CW shows. You know, they had a crisis that kind of shows they're all in the same universe or same multiverse mm-hmm. at least. And then you get your your HBO Max shows, and that's your Vertigo stuff. You know, you got your Doom Patrol, your Titans, and you know, and, and this. So, uh, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying this. Definitely like this better than the CW shit. But yeah, there, <laughs> you there you go. Uh, I I got to give it a four and a half, only because like I'm kind of in that same boat with Oz, where it's like there's just like little things here and there, and mostly it's it's because. You know, I happen to like know the characters, and I like, I, I I really enjoy seeing translations, you know, from the page brought to the screen. And while I enjoy the the hell out of this show, it's like I would have liked to have seen uh, a version of both Vigilante and Peacemaker that was a little closer to the comic. But I can definitely take what I'm getting, and I'm gonna enjoy it thoroughly because. It's fun, man. It's fun, and and everybody's having such a good time. So, you know, yeah, I'm I'm with it. I'm with it. So, cool. All right, it's time to get into some news. You all ready? It's been a it's been a minute. Okay. Oh wait, do I have I have the news music? I forget. No, I got it right here. Oh, okay, cool, cool. All right, now I got different. We should have a like, uh, like turn up. <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. All right, gents. It's been a long time, like I said, but there's plenty of news to talk about. So, yeah, man. where do you all want to start? <laughs> uh, we just start with the Moon Knight trailer <laughs> that that came oh, out. It premiered yes. on uh, on what's that shit called? Uh, <laughs> Monday Night Football. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. They, look, of course, you know they want to get all the Moon Knight fans because they're going to be watching football. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's what's but, real. <laughs> but yeah, that's what they did, and uh, I don't know, man. I mean, like <laughs> right out the start, like they call him Steven, and I'm like Steven, who the fuck is Steven? You know, uh, <laughs> I know Mark Spector, and I don't know no Steven Spector. You know, yeah. Um, but you know, and then they fixed it. You know, ten seconds later, <laughs> you know, like oh, okay, Mark, oh, okay. And I'm not even, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm not even a, a, a Moon Knight fan like that myself. But you know, Oscar Isaac as a, uh, a, a as a choice was a little odd to me, you know, because with mm-hmm. Hollywood whitewashing and all, you know, here you have a Jewish character and it's played by a dude that pretends to be Jewish to get Hollywood 
to hire him. <laughs> you know? Wait, but what? Then, well, Oscar Isaac, like, he's a Guatemalan dude. His name is, like, Oscar, like, Jimenez. <laughs> and he changed really? His name to Oscar I didn't Isaac. know that. Yeah, yeah I, he oh, might be wow. a Guatemalan Jew. I don't know that. I don't know. Like, I have never seen his penis. I don't know if he's circumcised. He <laughs> might be a, a, a Guatemalan Jew, but I, I don't know nothing about that. Um, gotcha. gotcha. But, you know, like, that's like, part of the cool. It's just like game recognized game. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> the. Well, the the cool thing about um uh, uh uh Moon Knight was that he was a son of a rabbi, you know, and his mm. dad escaped the Nazis by, um, by going into the other void, you know, and then creating a connection with Konshu, you know, and then Konshu like takes the rabbi's son and gives him power because he sees, you know. And he hunts down the Nazi. Like, that's part of the origin. Now, I, I get, like, you know, they don't want this guy to be 50 years old or 60 years old mm -hmm. at this mm -hmm. point. So they can't do that. But mm -hmm. uh, it, the other void is a part of, like, of what I would like to see in the cinematic universe. <laughs> you know, we, mm -hmm. now we got Shumagorath and the Multiverse yeah. of Madness. And so uh, I, I don't know how they're going with that. And then if it's like, okay, he's the son of a rabbi and like, you know, where's this double standard come in where it's like you can't, you know, you don't want to race swap to make people white or you don't want to have too many white people. But it's like, this is a dude, like, why not get a Jewish guy to play? You know, mm -hmm. I get, I, I don't know. There's people that argue that there's too many Jews in Hollywood. I'm not one of those people, but it's like, you got, you know, you had Daniel Craig play a Jew. Like, you can do, you know, I don't know. It, it's a little off putting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tiger Claw says uh, a French actor that's gonna be in Moon Knight uh, in the Moon Knight series died in a skiing accident today. Oh, thank you for that bummer. Um, my two seasons already in the season? Not a season two, right? He's not oh, in season geez. two. Um, Poor Ethan Hawk. R.I.P. So, Ethan Hawk. so what did you what did you actually um, think of the trailer? That's what I thought what of the show? trailer. That's all that went through my mind while I was watching the trailer. But the trailer so, itself, so I mean, like, well, you know, uh, Stephen or, or Mark has a British accent. So not only he's a, <laughs> is he a, well, maybe he's not playing a Jewish guy, but is a Guatemalan guy playing a British guy? You know, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, so it's a little, you know, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see where it goes. I, I did like the way they showed Conchu, like, <laughs> the mm -hmm. attack, getting at like that looked tight. Um, mm -hmm. that, that look that's straight out of some more Nella shit, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. So that, that's that's like I remember seeing those covers of his Moon Knight with Conchu on it. I'm like, dang, that look mm -hmm. tight, tight. And and the the screen, the, the the page to screen adaptation of that looked great. Yeah. Um, the trailer itself was, you know, it was a little compelling. I'll watch it, and uh, but I, I can see, you know, maybe it's, it'll be Disney's Mark Spector. Like, you know, <laughs> he's not going to be a dude that was a mercenary that wants to kill to just, okay, I would need more justified killings instead of just these for higher killings to even out my karmic, like, alliance. You know what I yeah. mean? So they're not, they're yeah. probably not going to do any of that. And uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if they'll do any of the Frenchy shit, you know? Yeah. So, so we'll see. Like, you know, because remember, like, they had that 
well, you didn't read that that horrible David Finch Moon Knight book. No, I read the first well, they, issue and that they, was it. <laughs> it was a beautiful book, beautiful to look at, but um, yeah. But the story was, uh, and they and they tried so hard to tie it into Civil War. <laughs> mm -hmm. it, it was Civil War and name only, just on the banner. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, they did that thing where he like he was walking around fucked up, like pieces of his face kind of missing while he's getting reconstructive surgery and shit. So I don't know if they'll do any of that. You know, mm -hmm. pretty boy Oscar Isaac might not want to be seen like that. And. Uh, <laughs> But the yeah, sorry. Um, it, it's all the shit that went through my mind while I'm watching the trailer. Like it's my experience right. watching the trailer. The trailer itself doesn't give me enough to like make a decision on what I think it's gonna be. But I do like mm -hmm. what I see, except that costume. That costume, I can understand why they go with the gauze. Like oh, because it's a mummy and the Egyptian and the mummies and daddies, right. you know. And uh, but why they put that armor padding under it like that? Like you know, there there's armored. You know, you got your your you got your Moon Knight suits that are just like they just look just like cloth with a cloak. You know, then you got your Moon Knight mm -hmm. suit where it's like a, a suit with tie with a mask. And right. then you got your then you have your like armored Moon Knight like where it's like leather, mm -hmm. you know, and tactical, almost like the. I mean, it should mm -hmm. look if you're gonna do the padded armored suit, it should look like fucking um, Captain America and Infinity War, but white. Like you make it look like that kind yeah. of form fitting. Yeah. But still tactical. This motherfucker looked like he's gonna play pee wee football. Like, and <laughs> granted, it's because he's got no muscles. Oscar Isaac has no muscles, so you know, I I get that's why they do it. But dude, like, come on, like hide that shit better. Yeah, you know. I actually posted a, a on on Instagram a, a poll. I made our uh -huh. followers take a poll, and. uh they basically voted on what was the better look, a cosplay one or the movie, the MCU one. And I'll let you see right now. Um, so the cosplay got 40% and the MCU got the 60. The cosplay is the one on the left. And that's just the dude. I forget his name, like Night of Moon or something on Facebook or some shit. I just took that picture. And used <laughs> it. I thought that was from a video game. Yeah, no, but it's a dude. That's dude. how he looks. You know, he airbrushed the muscles on the thing. The dude has a right. pretty solid build, like, but he's not yeah. cut up like where you see the muscle through it. But it just, you know, you tone those shading down a little bit, and this is the one I can get from the from the trailer. And it's just, I don't know, like, it looks too stiff for a guy that just flies around on a rope. You know what I mean? Like, he can't do <laughs> that. You know. But again, movie magic. Uh, you know, when I first saw the still, I didn't like. Um, when I first saw the still, I, I was like, "Well, uh, I gotta see it in motion." And then I saw it in motion, and he's like, <laughs> so I'm like "Okay." But, yeah, yeah. We'll it's 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 interesting because I had the same like or similar thought process is Oz when I saw the, the other picture because I was like I thought that that was a drawing myself I was like I didn't realize it was like a real person which kind of goes to show like how good of a job the cosplayer does but yeah, yeah you know it's it's interesting because I, I do feel where you're coming from with the costume where it's like it doesn't look bad to me but it could look better 
And, you know, maybe it'll be different when we see it in the show, but I don't think so. I think you're right. I think what we're seeing now is pretty much what we're going to get. But who knows? It, it could change. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we saw with Daredevil where they kind of changed it, uh, you know, season by season. It looked a little, true. you know, yeah, it, had and, a, and small, it had a little bit of flaws and stuff. And, and you know, so, that, mm-hmm. you know, give, give me the Warren Ellis, like, suit and tie Moon Knight. Like, I'm down I with that. I think we're going to get that. I think we're going to yeah. get that, too. I, okay. I think we will get, like, the uh, different versions of Moon Knight. But we'll see. We'll see. Are we uh, and get I think that's part of the reason. Number three? Are we going to get Secret Avengers number three, Moon Knight? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Which one is that one? That's the one where he teamed up with Spider-Man, but Spider-Man was just a figment of his... This idea. Oh, that was a good. That, that was a good issue. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. That It'd would be, be awesome really if they cool did if that. Did. Like, because be cool. you know, because he's in the MCU. Like, so if he like, he saw everything mm-hmm. that went down, and it's like, well, I'm trying to be a hero. Like, what would? So his interpretation of like a Captain America would come out and fight mm-hmm. alongside him, but he's not really fighting anybody. Like, that'd right. Be cool. Now, uh, and I do feel like that's part of the reason why we have the the white mask the way that we do inside of the hood, because I feel like that same mask is the mask that they're going to use for the suit and tie Moon Knight. Okay. But we'll see, which it'll it'll look good for that. But but yeah. that was part of what I liked about the cosplay one was like, I liked the, the black, the black yeah. yeah, the black face, no, no, like, you know, well, Huh? I I don't think they'll do the suit and tie. Just no, because so. how he, how the costume goes on him, like Ragman. But mm. the, yeah, maybe. But, but, but you think of it like like Venom, like he could just turn into clothes. Mm-hmm. Maybe I doubt yeah, it, maybe. but yeah, you can hold on to that hope. Well, and that, yeah, I mean they did make it like gauze and shit, you know, like mummy wrap. So mm-hmm. that's another like I mean. That that you're hindering yourself by doing that <laughs> design choice. That like actor Tyclone mentioned was playing uh, Midnight Man. Oh man, oh, okay. Hmm. okay. R.I.P. Midnight Man. So, um, Oz, what did you think of the Moon Knight? Uh, a little bit of a weird accent. That the okay. dude. It, it, I, I don't know. It's like he was trying to be Joaquin Phoenix in Joker, but as Moon Knight, <laughs> it felt like I, it just it trying just, to be one Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> it, it sounded weird. Um, you mean Joaquin Feldenstein? <laughs> sure. It it just it's it sounded weird, but I know the dude is not a bad actor. Like the dude knows what he's doing, so I don't. Maybe <laughs> it just you know. I was watching football, so it, I was in the wrong headspace, probably. Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of that, uh, you know, every brown but, man is the same. Judging oh, judging by that costume, is the same. They're wearing the same pads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That one. Look, that, there's the tie in right there. <laughs> like sponsored by Starter. <laughs> uh, the, the show's only six episodes. So. I don't think it's going to, uh, well, I mean, I guess they could be our episodes. It's not going to take a lot of time. Uh, I don't know. Looking forward to it. Uh, a lot of people asking me about it. 
because a yeah. lot of people I know watch football. What's this Moon Knight thing? Uh, I did get a laugh. Like my, my wife did laugh hard when the when the halftime announcer lady like didn't know how to say Moon Knight. And, and we're like, yeah, of course you don't. Of course she doesn't know. It's not like it's not her thing. Like she's reading it on the teleprompter, knowing it's two different words, but it's probably like stuck together or something like that. And she's just like quick brain freeze because she doesn't know no Moon Knight. Nobody knows no Moon Knight. There's people that read comics that don't know what the hell a Moon Knight is. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm just saying, <laughs> like, if it's two words that you recognize, like, like but if you what, never what, heard of Spider Man, you don't hear just say Spider Man. But it's just a weird combination. If you've never heard Moon Knight, you've heard Moon, you've heard Night, you haven't heard Moon Knight. Like it takes your brain a second to process that. You know. So how she say it? she just like it's just, it does, it's just like a little bit of a stutter. I, I most people probably wouldn't even notice, but we did because like yeah. we we knew what she was trying to say. I wish That's that while fun. you're like enjoying football. And in loving embrace with your wife and enjoying a good moment that happens to be funny like that, intimate together. Like, I wish you would think of us and be like, you know what? Let, let's put the DVR back 30 seconds. Let me videotape this. I got to show the guy. No, nah, you can't recreate that. You, you get the laughter. Look, when you get the first shot of Moon Knight, like, she jumped up and was like, they hired a Middle Eastern dude. And then it's like, oh wait, that's Poe Dameron. Never yeah, mind. dude, that that is <laughs> Mexican. Yeah. I mean, they'll hire him to play a Middle Eastern guy. Yeah, so, like, he's uh, such a good actor. He fooled Hollywood to think he was Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> is that the character yeah. who played Poe Dameron? Did I get the name right? Yeah, no, yeah. Look, man, dude, you gotta look at Dave Ryan's. Like he did uh, a portrait. Oh, fuck, I gotta find that shit. I don't, I don't, I, I'm not gonna. You can talk about it. it and I, I can look for it. Um, so he basically did because every every artist was showing off their Moon Knight, like Declan Shelby. Uh, Declan Shelby was like, Oh, <laughs> it's good to be recognized because I don't think they because he's the one that did that conchu with the, mm -hmm. the suit and the mask and, and the skull, the ray, the bird skull. And uh, he designed that, he created that. And um, mm -hmm. you're like, Wow. It's good. It's crazy to see like what you do. You know, I, I didn't think he knew that it was there, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. from that post, you know. And then uh you had um everybody it was like Mike Diodato, all these people like posting, and so Dave Ryan's like, Well, since everybody's whipping out their moon nights, here's mine. And he did his, he did an original sin cover that looked looks real good. And I actually I messaged him when I saw it because I'd seen it when it happened, but today I'm like, man, that's a good time. I actually use yours as an example because I talk about the costume. Like, you know, you got this gauze costume in the trailer, but he can have like, you know, some of the times it looks like leather. Sometimes it looks like cloth. You know, sometimes it looks mm -hmm. like spandex, like depending on who draws it. And uh, yours just gives it like that texture where you could tell that it's something a little tactical without having to be bulky and armory. You know what I mean? Like it's a material mm -hmm. that can withstand a good slicing, a good hit, you know? And then he did one without the mask where he drew Oscar Isaac, but he drew it on the Poe Dameron white cover. 
So oh, it's wow. so cool. Moon Knight on the Poe Dameron. And uh it, it just I mean he I mean he did a portrait, you know. And uh well, while Larry's looking at share this, I just got this in the mail. This tearjerker here of uh my dog Harley <laughs> with uh, such a good cover. With, and that Dave Ryan did that one too. Uh let's see if I can bring it up here. Harley with death, R.I.P. Harley. But yeah, so he uh and uh yeah, big shout out to him, man, because he did that commission for me and uh he threw one a freebie for one for me, a ghostwriter one. He's like, I know you like ghostwriters, so I'll give you this one. And uh it's a little hard to see because it's very uh textured, but this is one that I had commented on his where I, I like I don't know if it didn't sell. He just did it for fun in a different style that he's not used to. And um, it's just like, to me, it's like when he does the penance there, like that's what you would see. It's like this more disturbing version <laughs> of Ghost Rider looking at you. You know what I mean? And that's why I like that one. But did you happen to find it, Larry? You know what? I, I, I have not found it. Yeah. It, it's going to be a deep dive, but. Yeah. See. Oh, you know what? Here it is. Shut up. I love it. He must be, oh, he must like, be I have it right here. <laughs> he must be listening. And just posted it on his stories. Oh, of um, course. Uh, it should be up in a second. In the meantime, Larry, what, what news you got, man? Um. Oh, I mean, just FYI, I like the Moon Knight trailer overall. No, but, I know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see where it goes though because I'm not exactly certain how that character fits into the MCU, but it'll be interesting to find out. So anyway. Well, Sharon Carter's in the in the show. So. In Moon Knight? Yeah. Oh. So are they gonna have her play like like uh, they're, the... they're gonna have her play Sharon Carter? I don't know what <laughs> yeah, well, okay. I didn't write the thing. I I'm just you know reporting. No, but I'm saying no. What I'm saying, you know, she's the the shadow broker, right? Is she though? Like, did they confirm that, or are we just making assumptions? No, I mean, what else is she like? She's they, they, shadow they, yeah. So I'm just saying, like, I wonder if they're gonna have her play, like. A mid-tier bad guy in that show. Like, I mean, I know she's not going to be the big bad, or at least I don't think she would be. But maybe she will be. Who knows? Oh wow, it's really nice. Yeah, and that costume looks better <laughs> than the TV show. <laughs> it does. It like, does. it's his body right. It's like you could tell there's padding, but it's not disproportionate. Like, <laughs> and just also too, like the contrast between like the the cloak versus the yeah. uh, armoring parts. Yeah, it's cool. Almost has yeah. it almost has like a Star Warsy kind of feel to it, like a Jedi. Yeah. With like but yeah. like a old Republic Jedi. Yeah. Or even a stormtrooper like that, like the 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 shape but not super um chiseled, you know? Yeah. It's smoother. Yeah, it's really nice. So um listen since we're doing news, might as well 
do a callback, right? Since probably the last time we did news, but uh, friggin' Joss Whedon went out and gave an interview, like basically the first interview uh, since everything went down with uh, with Warner Brothers and the whole like Justice League debacle with Ray Fisher and uh, Gal Gadot and all these everybody and you know I'm pretty sure the purpose of this interview was for Joss Whedon to like kind of be like this is going to be like the, like him telling his side of the story and this being like the beginning of his like comeback and like redemption arc and man did Joss Whedon like stick his foot in it with this like it's like everything he says in this joint that I've seen is like makes him sound like a worse person than any of us or at least than I thought he was before this all happened yeah I, I, I'm hearing that a lot like people are like well I can't believe I like this person and it's like well yeah like that's that's what knowing somebody and not knowing somebody does like you can believe you liked him because you didn't know him. You liked what yeah. he showed you. You know, yeah. fucking idiot. You know, <laughs> but uh, well, read uh, Gal Gadot's response. I have not read that, but the thing is, a lot of it is so all everything you read in the news right now is just his quotes about Ray Fisher, uh, some of his affairs, and uh, and the Gal Gadot thing. Like you're not reading the full interview, and mm. the full interview is talks about how he's just basically like everything he's gone through in his life to put him into those positions and have have him react to those uh, situations in that way. You know, he is a very much a dude in recovery, and he's accepted as we all should that he was a flawed person that wasn't a full. A uh, fully formed person in the way that that the people around him would like him to be. You know. What now I mean? when you say he's in recovery, like recovery for what? Sex addiction and love addiction. Love addiction. Yeah. So yeah, so it's, it's is a sex addict. Um, pretty much. I mean, the the thing is, that's the only thing you can in terms of recovery. That's the only thing you can classify what he does. What he does, he's a person that was raised by a certain type of woman and a certain type of father, and he had certain uh, boundaries or lack of boundaries, and he uses certain levels of power and um, now to basically hurt the people that hurt him, meaning his parents and his brothers. But he uses, you know, typical sociopath behavior, he uses it against the people that decide to care about him. Because that's how he can put it in that. Now, the when you the shit you hear in these other interviews is really just about the Wonder Woman thing. And yeah, he said those things. I'm not saying he didn't say those in the main interview. I'm just saying the interview does they it spent ten thousand words or something at some point just to tell you that this is a dude that's not a fully healed person yet. <laughs> you know. And then but what, you does get, that, but what does that mean though when you say he's like not a fully healed person? That means that you're like, getting the guy in the like I mean, I don't know, Larry. Have you ever helped 
somebody through anything like in terms of a crisis or there's a moment where they're like you know we're never in in psychotherapy or, or in recovery we're never fixed but there's a moment where they're out of rehab and they're like they see things a little clearly but they haven't lived in they haven't lived long enough in the healed way to treat these situations from that healed emotionally sane stable standpoint you know what i mean so then why is they he deal with giving it an interview then because he needs to work he's got taxes to pay <laughs> you know like this is it this is like probably what his agent you know the the people around you tell you you got to do this because you have to he's he can't go sling lattes <laughs> you know what i mean he can't well, be, and yeah, that's the thing just, and, just me, but he's not rich either like his house is at is least worth know? five million his house no he's not i don't believe that all right. You don't have to believe it, but just the fact that you own a house that that the house itself costs five million dollars, the land, who knows what it costs. There's a yearly tax on that. That's he can only sustain it for the next four or five years without having to work. I, like why? Why is? But why is that not a rich person? Like I don't. Like I don't understand. Like you're saying, like, oh, he can't. Like, like, he like, can't. Like, this is a whole. Other, that's a whole other discussion. Rich is rich is an illusion, Larry. Um, I present to you Nicholas Cage. It's not. Yeah, it's not. There's there. Once you get to a certain level of income, you have a certain level of lifestyle, and then you can't go back. You, you can't know, go that's, back. You absolutely can't go back. Like it's not. No, you, like you can't. You, you never can't tell me that. You can't. You've never gotten to that lifestyle. There's too many people. Well, yeah, yeah, I've never done it. But what I'm saying is, there's That's too what many saying. people like, that have you had can't. nothing, and and got very rich and lived a lifestyle, and then they messed up and they went back to nothing. And Who's some that? people make Give that one. money again. Give me one example of of someone that was rich and then poor and then rich again yeah no 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 that was poor then rich then poor again like uh, uh mc hammer yeah but he found god so he's rich spiritually yeah <laughs> i don't like i don't understand well, no like, that's the I thing just... he became a televangelist <laughs> and then he took people's money like i don't know if he took people's money he but... did I, I, oh, I don't. Show. But what does that have to do with? I'll, no, I'll that's what I'm saying. Like you want, you, like he he didn't go make music. He didn't make hits. He didn't go back to making hits that would give him the MC Hammer Mansion. Like Joss Whedon's not going to go be a or he might go to be a televangelist. He's he's in that crux right now. He's in that 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 crossroads. What is he going to do for me? Like, Joss Joss Whedon can can. Joss Whedon was his, in trouble financially. Here's the thing, and, and get, Josh and get a Sweden, smaller house, Larry, and, and uh, Larry and live fine. Like Larry, he's not. If he was a thought, a person that thinks, he wouldn't be in these situations. <laughs> he's acting impulsively, and that's the thing. He that person cannot do what you are explaining, Larry. That's what I'm telling you. The type you're, of person you're, well, Lawrence is applying rational thought to an right. irrational mind. To a person that's that's that a person that's been let to let his id run wild. I guess I don't know. I mean, like here, all I'm saying is, Joss Whedon Look, had had a, had a, a career 
right. that was pretty right. much stable for a long time. Yeah, and but and he also had he also had a huge divorce with no prenup. I mean, you you could say the same thing for for Weinstein. That means Plus, he's a good dude. Uh, look, we don't. That's not no, the point. The no, point is no, we're no, talking about financial like stability. Good. We're not talking yeah, about yeah, good true. dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Larry, he on top, like at the at the apex of that, he had a huge divorce with child support and no prenup. Right? That automatically oh, takes seventy five percent. Does he have kids? Yeah, he's got kids. Oh, you kidding me? He, he's <laughs> as narcissistic and sociopath as he is. He probably jizzed in a bunch of people. Just to to see his work, you know. Yeah. Um, but I guess so, I just don't yeah, understand he, why so he would... that that alone that automatically you can discount seventy five percent right there of everything, because after that, what did he do? Out of desperation, he went and worked for Warner Brothers, rewriting a script, like just giving show notes and consulting, not like the level that. You know, jumping off of two Avengers movies, what they would have hired him for. You know, that right, was when a you desperation. Say, when you say rewriting the script, are you talking about? Are you talking about Justice League? Yeah, that's not a desperation movie, right, dude? When you when you look, one of the biggest comic book cinematic achievements, and you helm two of them, and then you're over here consulting on a Zack Snyder script of an inferior quality. That's a desperation move. That's you're trying to make some money to pay some legal fees. Like you can't. You, this is from him being broke from the divorce. Okay. Hey, look. Like if I you would say like, so. I don't. No, I, I'm just saying. Like you can't. You can't be like that high up and then do pay, play second fiddle, uncredited like consultant to Zack Snyder. I mean, like I felt more so like they had a guy who has a particular expertise, like they know, like, hey, yeah. nah. we, 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 no, how not? Like, it's like, he, no, 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 but like, he literally ahead. makes, he makes, an, he made two ensemble, or, or he made, I'm sorry, an ensemble cast superhero movie. Right. And did it really well. And yeah. they need somebody that they know can do that to come in and yeah. finish a movie from another guy who, isn't going to be able to do it. And so they're like, who can we get? And they're like, well, Josh Whedon knows how to do this. Like, that's not... And that's the thing. They didn't get him to finish. They got him to work with them. And then Snyder stepped off. And then they had him refinish everything. So they, they he was working alongside him, consulting. Like, it, it's not, you know, it, it, was, it, it was coming off the divorce. And it, it, again, you got to read that full interview. You get a sense of where he's coming from and why he's uh he's the way he is and it, it's not a, it's not excuse they're not excuses no i you know honestly like because i feel that that all the news articles that that i've read and people reposted were doing a disservice really? um you're, you're watching you're watching somebody that's probably going to kill themselves in the next two years like this guy can't like he's not going to survive any of this but but i guess like is there a context that I could read that article in, and I'll be like, "Oh, it makes sense for him to be like, well, you know, Gal Gadot no, didn't understand no, what I was saying because she she, no, she doesn't speak it, English it doesn't, as a it, as a first language." Not for you, Larry, because you don't know the the mind of of what it's like to be a, a out of control addict. <laughs> like you don't you don't know that. No, when you say but when you and say that, an addict, like we're 
talking about the sex addiction? The sex, the sex is a demon. The sex is a symptom. the The real demon is something else, and it, it's 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 a black hole of narcissism that he has that he can never feed. <laughs> there's nothing enough to feed it, and he uses. I'm saying know, like, like, so like, he, like because, it's it, it like part I'm of it comes from it. abuse. Part of it comes from abuse. Part of it comes from rejection, and, and that that you know part of the way he was raised and not raised by his parents, you know, like it, it's all just one big mess. And it's just one big flaw of a person that's just walking around. We all go through that? Like a lot of us get we all, Yeah, but we all figure out how to them. do Look, everybody goes through that. Not everybody gets to run three TV shows at the same time. Yeah, but why? that should be a a thing that makes you better, not worse, right? No, it's not. That's like giving dynamite to a child. Uh, I'm gonna just disagree. I guess I don't know. Like no, I, you I, can, I, you I'll, can, like, but you you can you can yeah. disagree. But there's evidence that 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 proves you wrong. So like everybody that just people, everybody that are successful and they're okay. That, look, they they might be okay, or you might not have found it out yet. Like they I mean, find a way to true. Cope. They find a way but, to I mean, cope for sure. But just like everybody else finds a way to cope in real life on a daily basis. I, like regular people like, that guess, don't have power find a way to cope in, in, in on daily in daily yeah. life. And like and right, and that's yeah. the whole thing where I guess what I'm saying to you is like some people that just have regular jobs and right re have regular lives, like yeah, they mistreat people and sometimes that's because they were abused. But other times they had great lives and they're just like mean, terrible people. And so what I'm saying is I don't understand why we're like saying, like, oh, man, hey, you don't understand that this guy was out here making all these TV shows. It's like, I mean, shoot, uh, friggin', friggin' Tyler Perry is doing the same thing. He's not mistreating anybody. Yeah, we you don't know, know that I think we do. <laughs> I think we do. That's you know, I'm saying. You know, I, look, I've seen those Medea movies mistreating his audience. <laughs> hey, hey, you're just not the target demographic. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. You know, but you know, I'm just, I'm just like, it's a, it's a strange thing where I'm like, I don't, I don't like what, I don't understand what part of it is like. I'm supposed to be yeah. like, oh man, like, ty, uh, uh, you know, Jocelyn, None of it. you just don't get what he's going through. <laughs> no, I, I'm not saying. And here's the thing: you're mistaking me. By by it's all it is is pulling a light. Like it's not. I'm not saying. Oh, there's excuses for this. There's mm -hmm. there's there's actions that cause a reaction, and I see those now. You know, like when you tell me all these things about Josh Whedon before, they sounded out of point because none of it like made sense from what I knew of Josh Whedon because of I I judged him by his art. He's now look. Yeah, no, he's listening. He's got the Bluetooth. No, I am. Yeah, so um, let me remove him because it's distracting to see just an empty chair there. Oh, he's back. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it's just you know the the it shines a light and it gives you a more well rounded like um just just a peer into uh, uh, uh you know I I don't know maybe. I, maybe I just like reading autobiographies <laughs> and, and when they, they tell too much about themselves, you're like, Oh, that's why, you know? And I, I, that's, that's a personality thing. Look, that might be my own sociopathic thing. <laughs> I like seeing what makes people tick. 
what makes them do what they do, you know? But um, I just don't but, understand, though, like if the whole purpose is like, let me do this article yeah, so that people but, can like understand where I'm coming from and yeah. I can get back in the good graces of Hollywood so people will work with me yeah. again. Yeah. Why say but, all yeah, these crazy I, things about Ray Fisher, about Gal Gadot, about why he had to cheat on his wife? Like, what are you, like, what are you doing? Like, that doesn't make yeah. any sense. Like, even if you, even if that's all true, why don't you just keep it on the inside? Like, you don't have like what what part of like like it's just crazy to me where he'd be like, oh, Ray Ray Fisher was a bad actor in two in both senses, and it's like, why do you feel like that's gonna help you? With like, even if people don't agree with Ray Fisher, they'll be like, "Oh, that guy's just a butthole." Like, I don't need to work with that too. Like, why would you say that? Look, here's the thing: everybody loves a butthole till he does butthole things to you. Like, that's really it, you know. And it, it, he, there's gonna be somebody that reads that interview and be like, "You know what? Yeah, let's make it." You know, he can he can make the next. No, no, I, don't, I just, I disagree no, look, Mel Gibson still works. Make Mel Gibson not, still works. I, I'm not having a so, conversation about Mel Gibson. I'm talking about no, I don't think people are gonna read that. I'm talking about Charles like, Wheaton. Like I'm saying, like this interview, from what I've read, isn't gonna make anybody be like, yeah, we should work with him again. Mel Gibson said worse things, not in an interview, than John Sweden said in this interview. And mm-hmm. people still line up to work with him. I, I think, you know, well, I mean I don't know in, if this will help. I or think not. I think. The 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 thing is, what what really fucked Joss Whedon was that he did have this following of people that that held him in a, in a pedestal that oh, was yeah. too high, higher than it needed to be. And when you fall mm-hmm. from that, there's no getting up. And the fandom is really what what's gonna nail him in. You know, Mel Gibson fans, look, if you lined up to see Passion of the Christ, you might be okay with him calling that sheriff a dirty Jew. You know. Um, so it's like, yeah, so like, yeah, he can work again, but Josh Whedon, his fandom is turned on them a lot, <laughs> and uh, like to the point where people regret liking his work. And it's like, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I, I don't, I can see that there's people that have done shit that where I don't like their work, hating his shit, and but Joss Whedon is not one of them. <laughs> like, I still like Astonishing X Men. You know? Yeah, no, Astonishing X Men is great. I mean, I like I, you know me. I've always been about separating, you know, the the person from the art. So it's like you can be a, a bad person and still be able to write. Like, and I can enjoy it and have no problem with that personally. I know not everybody feels that way, but. You know, I, I I'm not sitting here trying to say to you like, oh, uh, Firefly is not good anymore because Joss Whedon's an asshole. Like, no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying I, I'm just confused by why he would say these things. And that's then me. as as what he was probably hoping would be like his reintroduction into the scene. Like, I'm just like, why did he feel these things would help him? I don't I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's not in the right frame of mind. He's still got a lot of work to do. He's got 20 years worth of psychotherapy to do. And he's well, not, I feel like you know... his, his PR people need to be fired. Right. He should quit. He should quit show business and go live on a farm or something. or, or do Because he's... It's not, you know, find something else that fulfills you, that black hole you got. That, you know, you don't have to depend on people for uh, Derek H in chat says he was addicted to Buffy the Vampire's sweet ass. 
I guess. Man. That's a terrible thing to say. I, I disagree with it. <laughs> I disagree with did Buffy ever become a vampire? Nah, but you know what he meant. <laughs> Derek says he doesn't like the first Avengers movie anymore. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm, you're not gonna. You're, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't. Do it. Um, um. So, what what do we want to talk about next? Why the Last Man didn't get picked up on any other network? Man, I won't lie. I I actually was enjoying the show. I was. Yeah. I did. And but but I but I can say that having not actually read the comic. Like I'm oh, sure I'll read the comic and then I'll be like, oh, you know what? I get why nobody wanted to pick this up. <laughs> so Oz, you watch, yeah, you watch that's unfortunate for them. Hmm? I never watched Why the Last Man. Yeah. It, it didn't seem interesting. Yeah. I mean, oh, there you go. it wasn't about <laughs> The show was called Why the Last Man about the last man, and it wasn't about the last man. It was about everybody else but him. You didn't feel like it, he was a big part of the show? Or a big enough part? Nah, not... I mean, you know, like, even the, the people they decide to show more of, because they're in the comics, they just show more of them, and get, they want the audience to identify with them instead of the main character, which defeats the purpose of that type of story. Like, this is his journey in this wasteland and the people that you know there's people that are um orbiting around them both spiritually literally and uh literarily and that's it you know mm-hmm. <laughs> there's circumstance and you're supposed like the challenge of a creative is to make the audience no matter who they are what race creed feel for this guy <laughs> and his journey mm-hmm. and that's what the comic did and uh, the show decided to, eh, you know what? Nah, that does need to be like that. And uh, yeah, it, it definitely put like I, you know, like I haven't read uh, like a good, a substantial portion of the comic, obviously, but I've read some of it, and I definitely do see that they put more emphasis on the women than yeah. the comic does. But I. I that being said, like I also know that, you know, the comic was written uh, in a different time, like which not that long ago, but still in a different time than uh, now. You know, Whoa. so I don't understand why they would do that. The thing is, the commentary that it says in the book then is relevant mm-hmm. still now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that it, it, it you know, it, it would hit just as hard now like you don't need to like what they do with the women isn't even um like it's not like they updated like they added things like to his sister she's having an affair and she kills the guy and like that wasn't in the comic like that didn't need to be in there at all like you just made her a a a worse person for for Mm -hmm. no reason you know right well, yeah, I hear that. I hear that. We have caller. You are the fourth member of Fantastic Forum. Tell people who you are, where you're calling from, and what you want to talk about. 
Uh, this is Derek. Uh, Derek H. I'm Thank calling you. from uh, uh, North North Hollywood, Kakalaki. <laughs> actually, that's North Carolina. I'm in North Hollywood, California, so I don't know. I don't know where I'm at. Uh, but uh, you guys are talking. You guys are going around and talking about Josh Whedon. But uh, you, you hit a point at one point, but then you went away from it when uh, he's living in he's living in the same world that Harvey Weinstein is living in, where he can't get out of it because he's he, he's dug several holes so deep, so. No matter what he says, he thinks he's getting get get gonna get himself out, but he's still in the mindset, just like Moses said, he's still in the mindset of when he was an evil person, and so he's gonna say evil things because that's that's what he thinks works, and so he doesn't he, he doesn't know any better, and he won't know any better for a long time, and so same way if Harvey Weinstein came out right now did an interview, he would say a lot of stuff about a about a about a whole bunch of. Um, uh, money grubbing little hoes that, that's trying to take him down. And you say, why would he ever say that? That's what he thinks. That's the way he thinks. And Josh Whedon uh, has gone for so years, so many years being so, um, what do you call it? So successful being this type of person that he's going to, that's all you're going to get from him. That's what, he, that's what works for him. So he's, he, he can't go any other way. He doesn't know how to go any other way because to him, that, that, that would be wrong. Him to say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. I treat, I treat her wrong, or I shouldn't have said this to said it to that said this to that black guy. He, he 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 wouldn't even know how to say that. It doesn't even make any sense to say it in his head. It's like it's like you you to go around saying, uh, dirt tastes good. I love taste. I love eating dirt. Like you would never say that because it doesn't make any sense to you. It doesn't make any sense to Josh Sweden to apologize for what he's done because he's been a, a evil person for so long and he's been rewarded for being an evil person. So his brain is now being his, his brain is basically uh, hardwired. Yeah, hardwired to be that person no matter what. So uh, you're gonna get that from him for, for for a long time. When you get in recovery, that's one of the things. Like that's why they you. That's why it didn't work for me because you got to put your put it in the hands of a greater power, and I don't believe in a greater power. It's all like what helped me was accepting responsibility for my own actions and i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do and i'm gonna face the consequences and when the consequences get too great then i know i need to stop you know and that's just what worked for me i'm not saying that's what you need to do out there if you're struggling with any issues or anything that's that's on you uh figure out what works for you but for me that's what didn't work and that's kind of why he's doing it because he's like i'm in recovery they told him he's a good person regardless of what he did it's what he does from now on. Now, if you read that full interview, you hear about his current relationship, how he's working on it and all that. And he's doing things different, right? But we don't know that that's going to work because he, like, he's still hardwired. He's still set in his place and he still needs that validation. Part of why he had a lot of the, the sexual problems and the love addiction and sex addiction is because he had so much rejection and he feels he has to make up for it. Now that he has the access and the power, well, that's you know? all pretty good. But the, the the main question is, uh, do you do you, do you or do you not think he got some of that Buffy book booty? Did 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 he, did, did he um? I don't think so. Geller by 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 season five when when they actually went they when they killed her off, she was like, "Look, I'll do anything to get back in, Josh." And Josh like, "Look, 
I got to do a little, little bit of this, a little bit of that. And then here's, when, here's when the other girl, when the other girl was was uh was was going was was uh was was going going to do uh what's that that cheerleader the cheerleader movie or whatever uh you don't you don't you don't think that that she went on the job and said look I can I can be I can be a buffy I can do a little bit of this a little bit of that and mm-hmm. you you see all those bright shots he put in the, in these movies that that's that's not that's not on accident. That Gilgadoz butt was probably featured in, in a Justice League movie like five times, where there's just a, a close-up, long shot, held shot of Gilgadoz's booty. That's on I purpose. Mean, look, it happened in the Fast and Furious movie she was in too, right? That's on. Yeah, they, they, they got a. It that, happens that, with that, her. That that, that that say said in this scene we have somebody uh, uh fill your fill your butt up, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna focus it on that. That's not, but that that's sort of happened by accident. And. Look, and look. Like what? Okay. What I don't understand about the whole thing, though, is like, like say for instance, and you know, all these things that Joaquin has done are terrible things, without question. But like, when you compare it, like say for instance, to somebody like say, uh, uh, uh a Louis C.K. Like, technically, the stuff that he did for a lot of people would be considered worse. And mm-hmm. Louis C.K. I, I don't think had people's careers in his hand as much as Josh Whedon did. Josh Whedon literally controlled people's careers over, over, for for a long, long time over 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 the course of years, and and, and shaped some some women had their entire lives shaped by Josh Josh Whedon. To this day, people still um he still holds he still has the power over him. But I mean, I'm saying if you if if I mean I think. Most, I mean, if you have a choice between like, you know, losing your job or like having like somebody like push themselves on you sexually, most people would be like, I'd rather lose my job, right? No. Really? Look, look, look if, I, if, if I had a fat lady at work uh, try to make out with me, I'm not saying I wouldn't uh, go, go into a closet. And, and and get and, and get t- get my booty touched by 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 by, by a fat woman. I'm, I'm, well, I'm, as as a, as a man, you can feel that way. But <laughs> I'm just saying, I think it's. Uh, so I'm just saying, but but and but more than anything, I just like I feel like Louis C.K. is you know he's not where he was beforehand, but it feels more so like he understood what he did was wrong and is trying to like make amends for it, like. He, he felt this Do you think like going to be in this? Since we're going on this route, is this, is this going to happen? Is this going to be Dave Chappelle in two years? Are we going to find no. out something about Dave Chappelle? See, no, I think Dave Chappelle is a is a whole different thing than what like he shouldn't even be in the same category as, as what we're talking about, don't you think? Okay. Because I mean, Dave, Dave, I mean, don't get me wrong, Dave Chappelle has opinions, and I don't necessarily agree with all of them. What about Jason Momoa? But, when, when when is all the stuff going to come out about Jason Momoa? You know, you know that's what? you know that's on a simple way. You know, you know why he got divorced. Come on, all of a sudden you he see, was nobody for so many years, and all of a sudden he just getting thrown. It's just being thrown at him left and right. He got a hot wife at home, and still he got he got so, so much stuff coming at him. Yeah. He can't, he can't turn you know why he got a divorce, and you know those, those you know those um yeah. those, those stories gonna come out soon. 
But the thing is, look, here's the thing. There's a lot of, like, even there's a lot of stories of other people that come out and it's like they're not, they're loving stories, you know? Like, there's a way to do things from a loving person, even though you're doing a terrible thing to your wife. And that's part, you know, that's one of the things that you never, as men, you know, here we're all men, white privileged men, cis. And uh, we we don't like for yourself. Nobody nobody ever teaches us that it's like okay. (laughs) Like nobody says, hey, yeah, you know, I know Derek, you know, because I know Derek personally, and we we've talked, you know, his upbringing's a certain way, you know, uh, Mister H is not around, and and Mister Magnum (laughs) left when I was one. You know, we don't get these exact. You know, Larry's dad like just started playing catch with him now because of COVID, and then. Uh... <laughs> but he's trying to use him to take over the galaxy. <laughs> you know, so but it, that's the thing. Like nobody teaches us how to do, uh, like how to let go of certain things in our past to move forward as as a part of being a man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Part of being a man is letting go of things and moving forward. And not, you know, whether you remember them fondly or 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 hurtfully, like it's what happened, and it's what happens from this day on, you know. And that's part of the problem with uh, a twelve-step program. I don't know what Joss Whedon did, but they coddle you like you're a fucking infant when you're there, because they're like, you know, you got to be born again and all this bullshit of of, of religion and, and God and all this fucking horseshit. And it's like, nah, you did bad shit accept it apologize for it atone for it and don't do bad shit on like even in the bible like if you believe in that whore shit God, jesus told the 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 horror that they were going to stone hey go and don't sin anymore you know that's what god will ever forgive uh forgive josh Whedon? No, nah, i don't think anybody will forgive him because he hurt out of all the women and stuff that he hurt philandering the people he hurt the most was the fans that like glorified him and worshipped him. And there are the there. Forget about a Wonder Woman scorned. It, it's it's those fans scorned are never gonna accept them. I think Lawrence will no. forgive him. Wait, who me? Yeah, you're you're the the scorned. Uh, the, I, this... Listen, no, I, like I'm gonna just like I, I'm just trying to understand like you know the way we're talking about it is this like and maybe i'm misremembering something but like at the end of the day charles Wheaton was like just a bully right like he was like it, he, he didn't like assault anybody well, no he, he, was just, anybody. he was just a bully okay. right but, in, in, in today in today's uh today's the, today's uh rocket scope because remember this was a while ago uh i think we all knew somebody who 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 was the, the guy the guy used to run murders he was he was basically shut down for being a bad boyfriend to his girlfriend. Right. So he was, he was it, it, all his stuff he did was put out there, and it, it turned out that's the definition of being a bad boyfriend. They were like, no, and shut a lot down. of a lot of the things in that the full article are Joss Whedon being a bad boyfriend too. You know, there's the stuff he did at work that was unethical and wrong, and, and but then there's the stuff he did personally. That is what really like, you know, when you tie yourself as a feminist and, and a feminist writer and all this, like they're they're gonna come after you when when you're not really that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Listen, I I don't know, man. I guess you know for me, I'm just like 
I'm I'm not trying to say like like I feel like they're people that at this point. So you're, a that, you're a pro you're a pro Josh Whedon. Are you willing to come out right now and say that you are pro Josh Whedon? No, like oh. what, what am I pro pro Josh Whedon for? Like I'm saying they're people that have that have done worse you things. Out with, with a phase four a phase four Marvel movie, are you gonna go see it? Oh listen, it if Marvel if if Marvel comes out with a movie, I'm gonna go see it more likely than not. I don't know that oh, I'm gonna be like, oh, wow. Joss Whedon, wow. Joss Whedon's directed again. Like if Marvel, if if Disney's like, I'm cool, then you know that's eighty billion dollars for a white lady. You don't think they're gonna hire Joss Whedon? They will definitely still. They will definitely hire Joss Whedon again. Wait, you said they? What about a white lady? They stole. A, they tried to steal eighty million dollars from Scarlett Johansson. Okay. No, I mean, I, I feel that. What I'm saying to you is this, though, is like the, the, I feel like there are people that are back in the industry, like, just like I've always said, like, what Mel Gibson did is definitely worse than, in my opinion, than what Joss Whedon is. I, I, I just saw huh? a trailer for a Mel Gibson movie. I just saw a trailer for a Mel yeah. Gibson movie. That's what yeah. he's saying. And, and now, don't get me wrong, like, I think Mel Gibson is financing stuff himself. I'm not sure if there are a lot of people working with him or trying to work with him, but there are some people willing to. But well, I think at the end of the day, it's like what Joss Whedon is showing is a lack of contrition. Like, he hasn't shown anything that makes it seem like he is sorry for the things that he's done in the past. And so it's like, which is the part that, that baffles me, because it's like, even if you're not sorry, that's fine. But you don't have to have go and and sit with a reporter and tell everybody that you're not sorry. Like you can keep that to yourself, right? Like and and write a script that people are like, man, we got to make this. And then all of a sudden, you might get to make a movie again. Like what? What's the point of being like, oh man, you know, Ray Ray Fisher isn't worth the day. <laughs> like how is that helping you? Like that doesn't help. Well, that doesn't make it, you look like Ray Fisher was flying off the handle, in, or if you mess around, you be like, "Oh man, I." You have to understand that I had to have sex with all those women because he's I didn't get to years. have. I didn't get to have sex with those women when I was a, a a teenager because you know they thought I was a nerd, and it's like, no, you you don't have to do that. Like a lot of us didn't get to have sex with women when we were young because we were nerds, and we can still like have sex with one woman at a time. You know, like that's it's not impossible. <laughs> you know, it's so all just like what, like what are you talking about, Jocelyn? Like why, are you, why are you saying these things out loud to somebody so they can write them down and share them with everybody? Like why, why, like why is that happening? I don't get. That's the part that's I, I'm my, I'm blown by that. I don't understand. Like that, that's what you call a good interviewer, because <laughs> there was like there was a part where the interviewer asked like, hey. What about this? And he just says, I have to pee. And then there's like a little thing. Oh, he, later he expressed that he learned this technique from so-and-so that whenever a question gets too rough, just excuse yourself to go to the bathroom. So, But he felt like she, she broke down his uh, defenses because he's also a sex addict and love addict. So you get a female interviewer, you're going to want to please her. <laughs> so that that she got him good. She got him good. Like that, I just want to say, Larry, you got to read the full interview. She got him good. Like, it's almost like if he would have been a musician, they'd be making biopics of all the shit he did. And and everybody, it would win an <laughs> Academy Award. Everybody would applaud while they hate his ass. 
but he'd get the residuals. But he's well, not. He's a comic book writer and TV guy. And he's most hated man in the country. But there's a good chance that Gagado's going to get maybe one more Wonder Woman movie. That's it. What does that mean when you say, and maybe that's it? He can do all this stuff. You know, he's still, at, at, at the end of the day, somebody's going to hire him. And he's going to start keep making movies. And there may be smaller movies, and then they'll slowly get back bigger. But uh, if if Gal if Gal Gadot has one more bad Wonder Woman movie, she's done. She she she's done though, and people are gonna blame her and not give her another chance. They're not gonna give her the same chance that they're willing to give that you're willing to give uh, Josh Whedon. But but wait a minute now, like if you're if what you're saying is, well, Gal Gadot is making bad things. What does that have to do with Josh Whedon making good things? Like no nobody. Nobody, I mean, the only thing that they've said that Jocelyn made that was bad was Justice League, right? That, that, that should have been enough to kill a career right there. As far as I'm concerned, his career is dead. You don't get another, you don't get another shot from me. You don't get, you don't get a Justice League too, <laughs> as he did that Justice League. Especially when you had a better, a better guy sit, sitting right there trying to make a good one. And you come out there and say, well, I got a good call. I got a, I got, I, I got a, I got to show this woman who's boss by, by showing her booty real, real close. And I'm gonna ruin your movie over that. And, and, and you ruin a movie. You were and there's a guy two feet away saying, "No, I can make this a good movie. Just shut up and let me do it." You're like, "No, no, 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 no. I'm teaching this bitch lesson." Like, no, you know, you don't. You shouldn't get. You shouldn't get another shot. But you, but you are willing to give. You and Oz are Moses. The only person. Thanks for the haircut, Moses. The only Dang. person that's uh that's that's making sense here. You and Ozzy will be willing to look. I'm I'm sitting here trying to talk about Batgirl, and you guys are all getting deep into the 12 steps and oh, what, what, oh, oh, what, oh, what powers and all that. I'm trying to talk so, about the Batgirl costume. Oh, so 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 you're a Ruby Rose apologist then. You th- you think they did her I right? Said Batgirl. I, I understand you're not that much of a comic fan to know the difference between Batgirl and Batwoman. I know one of black. <laughs> they're, they're both black, aren't they now? Yeah, they're they're, they're both now. Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> what, 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 this world is so woke now. <laughs> I remember when there was a black Batman for for a week and a half, and they they they, they shut that down. Didn't they shut down a black bat black Batman? Yeah. I mean, he still has books coming out, but the, the black Batman still has a book coming out. Yeah, it's called I Am yeah. Batman. Oh, mm-hmm. woke, woke, woke! I I do, and this this, this black Batwoman stuff, black Batgirl. Uh, uh-uh. I, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't need no a black, no Batwoman with a weave. Oh wow! <laughs> I mean, it, it, oh wow! That shows bad art. Well, she, got, she don't even got a natural. If she was really Batwoman, she would have a natural. She she was she wouldn't she wouldn't need no relaxer in her hair. Look at that! That make no sense. I love Derek. Um, but yeah, people are complaining. Oz, you got the new story? What was your new story? The leak of the costume? Yeah, it was just a picture of the costume. Okay. I just want to hear what you guys think. I don't like I it. I like it. It's it's reminiscent of the Bad Star redesign, which I love, but it yeah. just looks a little too tactical. People on Twitter were complaining that it was very masculine. And uh, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? That means that means her, that makes... her, her boobs are big enough. Yeah, it's not. No, that, that's exactly. Yeah, that, yeah. they're like oh. saying like, "Where are the curves?" Is what they're like asking. For. Yeah, and the Babstar one was like the perfect between between this, the tactical and the, uh, um, 
the curvature, but that's just her art style. But either way, I mean, I think it looks fine. And there's another news story where there's a like little Easter egg in a set leak that Vicky Vale is in that universe. So they're saying yeah. that it's that universe, but well, I think it's, just... it's the Michael Keaton Batman universe that this is, is from, it? isn't it? Yeah. It's from that movie. That means that it's the George Clooney one too, then, because those are all that universe. The, the chubby Batgirl is going to be in this then. If it was, if Mike, it was Mike, Mike Keen, didn't he have a chubby Batgirl? I don't mind. Oh, so, Alicia Silverstone yeah. uh, was shown image like, or they called her fat or something like. I, I thought they showed like images. Um, oh, what do you, what do you call it? Concept images or something like that of her in the costume and she looked fat. Or something like that, and she started crying. Well, they started putting putting them across the set to get her to lose weight, like plastered on the set. Now that's some old Joss Whedon shit. Joss Whedon that didn't is. do that. <laughs> that was yeah. also very bad background. I didn't like Alicia. Yeah, but the guy gets a no. pass. Like the guy still wins, you know, uh, Academy Awards and shit because you know he gets a pass because he's gay. He's not objective. Who are we talking right? about? Joel Schumacher, the guy that posted all that. Okay. Oh, Joe yeah. Schumacher's game. Oh yeah! Look, you watched all those <laughs> colors and that. Like, <laughs> it's all neon bright and, and like all the nipples. You put, like, you put nipples on the bat suit. Like, <laughs> you think look, I have a, nipples on the bat I have a terrible gaydar. Like I don't know when dudes are hitting on me, and I could tell that Joe Schumacher was gay just from watching Batman Forever. Because there yeah. were nipples on the bat suit. You don't have to yeah. wait until you get the tip in before you realize what's going on with Joel Schumacher. You, you pretty much know what's going like, on. You want there, there's a Joel Schumacher movie where the dude, like it's about a kid, an orphan kid that's a skateboarder. And those scenes that we talk about, Joss Whedon with the ass of Gal Gadot, like he does them with that kid. And I'm like, fucking Joel Schumacher. He does that with Batman and Robin. Right. He does it with them too. But and yeah, he throws them back girl, but you could tell that like if that's you the one done wrong. Like, like you feel wrong watching it, is like watch his independent movies. Okay. Well he's still a good film. Yeah, man. He's just, he's just weird. Not because he's gay, just because he fucking does crotch shots. In a this, kid's movie. Yeah. Trying to sell kids to this. This young lady that's playing uh, Batgirl, like, she looks like she could be a good superhero, but I don't think Batgirl is the one for her. No, and this is actually, I think it's a bad picture. The way yeah, the lighting yeah. hits her, it looks like she needs a sandwich. She got a 12-year-old boy's body. I mean, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm just saying that, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I think, like, the suit isn't great. And, you know, I've seen pictures of her, uh, you know, not in the costume. And I wouldn't say she has a 12-year-old boy body. But you have any of those? that's besides okay. the point. I mean, I can try to pull one up or something. I don't know who she is. I don't know what she looks like outside of this costume. But, but you know, it's like, I just think that, you know, that costume... Uh, I don't know. It's like it, it, it definitely is it looks like it's inspired um by like the Bastar joint, but it doesn't pull it off great, at least not in that photo to me. But um yeah, I don't know. It's it's that's unfortunate. That's that, that, mm-hmm. that's, that's, is that is that a CW show that we're that we're seeing a picture of? No, that's, that's a that, movie. That, 
that suit was from the from the TV show. I can uh, see on the that suit from the CW TV show. <laughs> Like I would Oz where he says that it's kind of a bad picture. Like it's not a great like the lighting's a little off and like yeah, like showing that hard contrast on on a, a dark background like doesn't really work if you're trying to show off the figure, the full figure, you know, not full figure, but you know, the full well, figure. I mean not not just the figure, but like your the way her cheekbones look yeah. in this image is not Mm-hmm. It just doesn't look right. Yeah, but I mean, the like, was, uh, was was supposed to be like a twelve year old girl for 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 the entire series, and all of a sudden, she's a full grown woman, and Disney figure out how to make her look good. And so I don't see why they're why what how how uh, DC is having a problem with making a a hot Batgirl. If Disney could do it with a with a ten year old, they should be able to do it with a fifteen year old. I don't, I, I don't like where that went. Yeah, no, not at all. Oh, I don't I what, like, what was he talking about? Oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't catch the. I don't, I don't even the know. What was the example? Disney brought back a Sokotano, and oh, Sokotano okay. was uh, uh, was a little baby girl in all those shows until, yeah. until Disney brought it back, and all of a sudden she's a crazy hot looking uh, Puerto Rican girl. Yeah, but that was like ten, like thirty years later, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, so, she was she was a kid when Anakin was still a like. Well, I guess uh, he was never a master Jedi, so yeah. While he was still a Jedi, well, technically he was a master because he had an apprentice. No, he was denied his mastership. Yeah, but yeah, you, that's why he got all emo. Informally, you can you, once you have an apprentice, you're a master. Uh, Sam Jackson would would differ. Wait, so Anakin was never an actual Jedi then? Because he was he's a Jedi. Paper. He wasn't a master. Not on paper. On straight, straight to uh, nothing. Straight to Sith. Not on paper, but they trusted him enough to have an apprentice. So that like is enough. Uh, mm. Yeah, I'm telling you, Star Wars universe is messed up and dumb. I blame Disney. Also, I I think I I messed up. Oh, the, that's a small image. The Batgirl image is from there's a Batgirl movie that's going straight to streaming. I think right, according yeah. to this, it's HBO Max. Yeah. Uh, not the uh, the Michael Keaton stuff. Okay. Yeah, that's not, I mean, you know, yeah. it's just, I don't know. I, don't, I feel like it's a costume, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it look at this point. I'm I just want a good story, man. Hey, that would be great. That'd be really nice. I've given given up on like having like comics accurate shit, you know. I mean, but you you get for the most part from Marvel. Say that again, Derek. Larry interrupted you rudely. You're not going to see a Stephanie Brown story anytime soon, so no, no. Nobody at Warner Brothers knows who Brown is. In other movie news, um, the Rob Zombies, the Monsters, has been demoted to Peacock only, and that's not confirmed. That's just a supposition. They they think it's going to be a Peacock exclusive, which is is that going to be like a is that going to be like like semi serious or 
No. Is it? It's a movie, oh, okay. right? Like, why would you think that Rob Zombie would make a serious like monsters? Rob Zombie's never done I, comedy I mean, though. No, but he but, right. but he loves but he loves the monsters. Like, if you love the monsters, you're not gonna make a serious monsters. Zombie well, can make a funny you're you're saying it like we know Rob Zombie loves the monsters. Like that's not you know Rob Zombie loves the monsters. Like he wrote a song about the car that's driven in the Monster Go Home movie. That wasn't a funny song though. That was that I, wasn't a uh, that wasn't a Weird Al Yankovic song. That was a no, a but, but because he's not a, a comedy performer. But I, I I feel he understands the monsters enough to give you a good monsters. I mean, I tried watching like I watched the remake. Of the monsters in the nineties, the color one, which is actually it wasn't too bad, but it, it, you know, like it, it, it was actually a continuation of the original series, which I thought was cool. And then I watched, the, I tried to watch the Thirteen Mockingbird Lane, the more like I'm not serious, but Jerry O'Connell was Herman, and he was like handsome Herman, like not a Frankenstein, like they weren't monsters, <laughs> and that was terrible. So I think, like, I, I think we're gonna get like. <clears throat> Like we're gonna get a good monsters movie from Rob Zombie. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't be mad for someone like looking at Rob Zombie's work, like his his movie work, and then just being like, so is he is he gonna make like a regular monsters movie or is it gonna be like something edgy? Which you know, I could be mad. You you could be, but you'd be wrong because <laughs> it's like no, like Rob Zombie's not like he hasn't made not any comedy. Yeah. Look, I'm a love addict and sex addict, and Larry, you should know. <laughs> there it is. I know. Monster might even work because, like, 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 um, like Herman Monster and Lily Monster, and, and Lily was a vampire, or, or no, she was a Bride of Frankenstein or something. No, she but, she was like a, a vampire type. Yeah, they had a kid. That they had a show a real kid. Yeah, with, uh, a little Eddie Monster. So that means that that Herman and Lily were getting it on. Well, yeah, so, married. Here, here's the thing. So, uh, Lily, the the werewolf. Remember how like Dracula had those wolves and stuff? Like he would turn into a wolf. Like that yeah. aspect of Dracula went into Lily and went into Eddie. So what about Marilyn? Marilyn is the ugly like reject of the family. No family likes her. That's why she's there with she, them. She's, like, she's, the she's like the cousin, right? She's like she's a, a black she's the black sheep. She's uh she's Eddie's Eddie's cousin and the other family like doesn't like her because she doesn't fit in because she's like normal. So all that's gonna be in a the movie then I haven't seen a casting for for um for Marilyn but I've seen the casting for grandpa Herman and Lily Look amazing, and he's well, actually gonna be recreated. Gonna be, uh, Rob Zombie's wife, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. But he recreated the whole town and the whole the whole block. So he recreated the houses from the show and, and rebuilt the whole houses. So all the sets are fully like built houses. They just don't have like plumbing and shit. But wow. but the, he re, like it, he's given it that look like of the tv show but you know modern and even the style like like the dude that looks like grandpa looks just like al lewis like it's fucking crazy and he picked actors that he likes working with that have worked in his like you know 31 and 
uh, Lords of Salem, and like, but he's making them into like the monsters. I, I'm excited for it. I would, uh, except I would, that I don't have, I don't have Peacock. That's that's what I'm. It's free, supporting. isn't it? Free, isn't it? Not if you want to watch the monsters, you got to pay like thirteen a month for that. Like Peacock gives you free shit, but not like, you can't watch Friends for free on Peacock or The Office for free. Like you have to have the seven ninety nine, and then if you want to get the movies that go straight to Peacock, you got to have like the twelve ninety nine tier. Oh man, the okie doke. Yeah. And it's like, well, if can I just pay six for just the movies that come to Peacock? And they're like, nah. <laughs> so they're on that ca- basic cable bullshit, you know? Okay. But it's basic That's NBC. Fair. And it's like, yeah, like I didn't watch NBC. Like, there's only like three things I would watch on NBC, and they were all law and orders. So you gotta, you gotta give somebody props for figuring out a way to the, the trick people into paying for NBC one day. For literally fifty years, people get NBC for free and then want it then, and now people yeah. people for being forced to pay for it. They're like, okay, sure. Well, look, look, look. From what I'm reading, it's they they haven't they haven't tricked people into doing that because nobody's paying for Peacock. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, uh, uh, have you all have you all heard about this Invincible lawsuit? Yeah. So the anthology thing. Well, if 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 I was if I was a if I was a a a studio guy, I would not ever hire any any uh, comic book people because they they will sign anything to get on TV, and then they'll once it's popular, they turn around and somebody in the in the woodwork will come out and say, "Hey, where's my money too?" Like nobody nobody there knows how, no nobody in the comic industry they've been they've been so used to getting uh peed on by Marvel and DC that they don't know how to sign a good contract anymore. So they, every contract that comes up from a sign, from a comic guy, somehow somebody screws, uh, screws it up and somebody and, and, and the lawsuit's going to come. Like, I mean, this happened know. before before the TV thing. <laughs> yeah, According but, to the, but, the allegations. Right, right. The, it's the, uh, the colorist. Uh, yeah. William, yeah, but but that's the thing. Like, a letterer is gonna come after me. I gotta write a check to a letterer. That, <laughs> yeah, you do, you do, because that's know. that's all part. Like in in the, you know, once you take it to court, that that could be construed like the way that that the font that he used, if he created that the font, font that adds to. <laughs> That that uh, that adds to to the, the the boys would not the boys would not be a hit without this font. Well, look, Invincible wouldn't look the same. No, <laughs> listen, if, if they change if they change the logo on Invincible, I would have been upset. Oh my god, it would have been, been a great show, but I would have been like, why don't they just use why didn't they just use the logo? Like who like who did they not want to pay to use that logo? I would I would be upset. Like, don't get me wrong, I would still watch it. He did. He did. He did all his arguing through 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 uh through a lawyer because he did not show up. But he did not show up at a studio in somebody's office, uh, saying saying I was a colorist. Where's my check? Because the secretary would have slapped well, him. Uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Derek. So, according Larry, you have the story. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the colorist basically alleges that Kirkman told him, "Hey, <clears throat> sign away your rights for right now." 
because it'll be easier to sell it to the studio, and then we're gonna break you off once we get paid out. <laughs> and then he signed away his right. If I was a, if I was a judge, I'd be like, and and you signed that, and you believed him, like that's yeah. your fault. Like, like you are you are a grown ass man, and you yeah, sign your ass away. We'll, I'll get you later. But there's actual legal precedent for predatory contract practices now. So, mm-hmm. so he has a case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, now it's all about and that's the evidence. Exactly, and that's exactly yeah. how, how it went down, where he was just like weak, like Kirkman basically what he's saying or what he's alleging is Kirkman said it will be easier for me to be able to negotiate and sell this show if I can just, you know, basically be the person that will negotiate for all of us. And he's like, So you, I need you to sign this to you know basically authorize me to be able to be that guy and then yeah when the show's a hit we'll sign we'll, we'll break you off like because you're one of the creators of invincible is and he he did no such thing is he gonna sue the african prince that promised him uh the millions <laughs> well, i mean customers or whatever the the thing is like, no, but like listen if, are we gonna are we gonna really be like fault artists for not having good business sense it's like yeah yes. no you can't and here i've always said this you know i used to work at the artist the, the supply store nice to be like let, let me sell your art because you don't know how to sell <laughs> you know mm-hmm. when you do an art show put like three or four paintings and, and just put that they're sold and then when just the the artist making them believe that you sold them for this amount and then you'll sell paintings you know like they don't know and, and business then, that's why they're good at art because they don't know business and the thing is, it's like it's not like he was like, "Oh well, you know, I'm dealing with somebody that I've never dealt with before." He's dealing with the guy that he's been his friend, like yeah. yeah, like basically his his collaborator for you know at this point like almost a decade, right? Yeah. So he's thinking like, "Oh, it'll be fine," and then he gets screwed. So it's like it's unfortunate because I mean, realistically, which. I don't know, man. I don't like what's to say about Robert Kirkman. I feel like it, it like it, it, there's only so many times somebody that you you work with can come and say, "Hey, man, you screwed me." Before you start looking hey. at them, like, dude, like, why don't people keep saying that you're not dealing on the level with them? You can't be successful unless you're willing to lose friends. That's just the law of business. Like, that's I don't, it. I don't believe that. Like, why do you think but, we're still? But then maybe right. That at? might be yeah. why I'm not successful. Maybe I'm yeah. like. It's all right. I'm I'm screwing Joe next week. <laughs> well, he's screwed <laughs> us. Like, that's why he's not coming because he's got he's making his money it. on his music. Joe's out here doing that album could have been on our channel and we could have just got that ad revenue. We are you legally know? not allowed to use his music. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like we would get a copyright strike on this channel if we put one right. of his songs on. Yeah. Oh, that's but it's like that music could have been on this channel. Like we created this channel to for, for all four of us to express ourselves in different ways. Should I should I take his sound clip off our off that intro? No, because that nah, that's not on the album. Like we actually that's yeah, not it's not on the album. album and okay. we actually like we discussed that we all get uh if that if we actually sell that, we all get it four parts. We split the four parts. So uh what do you all think about uh the the Microsoft Activision thing, the acquisition. How did, how, did, how did that go through? How did that not get stopped by the government? That shows you how messed up our, our government is. That should have been shut down yeah. immediately. But you know why it didn't? 
because they're too busy realizing they didn't realize think this 5G thing through. Like then the planes are gonna <laughs> fall out of the sky. They're like, oh shit, we forgot to do that. You know, granted, if you show tits on TV, they're on it, you know, but but five we gotta deploy 5G and the planes have to be still fly. Like they didn't figure that out and they let this slide. They let you know. They let the Disney Fox. I don't know. Things like it doesn't they, feel right. Like is this is that, that like I don't know. Am, am I like just uh, it a, sounds a, a lot like how, at heart? It, it at heart, like, like, like doesn't how, feel like a monopoly. Think, yeah, because you know, you're you're you, Larry. Well, did did didn't uh, Adam and you have a bunch of like Josh Whedon type stuff happen 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 over there a little while ago? Yeah. They had to change the characters. Everybody's cool with them now. As soon as a new Call of Duty came out, and everybody's cool with them, and nobody said nothing bad about Call of Duty when that when that came out because Activision. And now Microsoft, hey, here's seventy billion dollars. Uh, you be a bunch of rapists and and uh, misogynists. We don't care. Yeah, I feel bad for Matt Mercer for he's voiced that character too. Which character? McCready? Well, not Mc- I don't even know what the hell the new name is. I just remember the old one. Why did they have to change it? Because he was named after the dude that had the 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 controversy. Oh, the controversy. Oh, yeah. So that <laughs> just change the character's name. Yeah. It's, it's like, uh, so you think they're gonna make Call of Duty an Xbox exclusive? Yes. I don't uh, look. I mean, they can, but I don't think they'll do that. I, I think they'll, you know, they just raise the licensing <laughs> fee to have it on your platform. <laughs> yeah, is, is Doom on PlayStation Four right now? Is 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 the, is the Doom out on now? Now that Xbox, uh, when Microsoft bought Bethesda, they put Doom out on anything else. Yeah, well, I guess. Yeah, no, the I Bethesda mean, stuff Fallout is definitely still on, Fallout's still on PlayStation. Yeah. They they released like the stuff that was supposed to that had already been said that they're gonna release it on PlayStation, they did, and stuff that is like still in development, they're like, yeah, like Starfield is gonna be Xbox what? exclusive and stuff like that now. But but I'm just wondering if they might try to use this as leverage because you know it feels like Microsoft is really trying hard to do the whole cross-play thing, like cross-platform stuff. And I wonder if they might try to use Call of Duty as a leverage piece to try to get Sony on board for that. Because like, you know, if you're like, hey, we'll give you Call of Duty, but we need it all to be cross-play. And, you know, they're, and they're like, and, and on top of that, we want those universal ban lists. <laughs> you know, like, they might mess around and make, make that a reality because Sony might be like, man, I guess we have to play ball if they got Call of Duty. Well, people don't understand how big, like, I like I did I I I, mean, I didn't I, I didn't I didn't know Microsoft had seventy billion dollars laying around for some for Activision. That's that's way too much money for that company. Listen, but but listen, Sony uh, has a ton of you, money. Sony's making cars out there. Don't nobody even know about it. So uh, so Sony Sony can Sony will say uh, f you and walk away from a lot of stuff. They got they got movie companies. Look, they they, they said they, they said f you to Disney for a long time before, before they still they, they get money from the new. The new Star Wars movie, Disney has still has to pay Sony money. That's that's how big Sony is. That they, they were able to strong arm Disney. And don't that's forget, that, and that's true. Disney tries to screw Scarlett Johansson out of eighty million dollars. So, 
He said that to me while I was cutting his hair. He's like, Dizzy tried to try to Listen, and and as crazy as this is gonna sound, Derek, you're actually lowballing the figure at seventy billion. It's actually like seventy eight point seven or something or seventy eight point eight. So it's closer to eighty billion. Which is crazy. You know who? But, you know who, who like those numbers aren't even real numbers. You're not even talking about like reality. That's you just making up stuff. Yeah, it's crypto. Listen, that, that's how you. That's how you know Disney. Disney messed around and they friggin' finesse some stuff. But they paid four billion for Marvel. Four billion. Look, remember when four billion felt like a lot of money and these folks just yeah. spent seventy eight. Oh my god, it's crazy. You know who's really gonna benefit from this though? Is me. Because you, there's gonna be a whole new, a, a whole new like string of games that are gonna be on Game Pass. That okay. Emily bought me Absolutely. a, uh, Emily bought me a backbone for my phone so I can play the cloud games. Nice. Uh, so you know what? I, I've got, I keep getting the ads for that. Is that any good? It's pretty good, but it, it you know what sucks about it is the fucking the the X Cloud. Like it's still in beta, so. A lot of the games that I want to play, like stuff that I from 360 that I couldn't finish, and now I have time that like I can just jump in and finish, are like they don't load on time. So I don't know if it's <clears throat> I'm on a good Wi-Fi and everything, but it's just their infrastructure is a little lacking. And then I try to do Stadia. Stadia is a piece of shit. I, I didn't like I didn't like it. So um, it would have you play really okay. Like if you play uh iOS games, like it's gonna work really good. Um, like if you get Knights of the Old Republic on iOS, like <laughs> it's gonna be really good with that control, you know. So that shit works Knights really of the well. Republic. Yeah. Well, what's wrong with that? See, but, Remastered. Well, no, nothing's wrong with the game, the but it's like but it doesn't matter. It's not like like your phone can play Knights of the Old Republic. That's what I'm saying. You play yeah, yeah, but but I'm saying like that's not a game that like you you would call, use to be like oh yeah that worked great like of course it worked oh, no, great. No, like no, a... I'm saying because because you don't have to deal with the Xbox Game Cloud in that respect. Oh, uh, like but um I, I know like I played the Conan game the I guess it's like a MMO type thing, and I mm-hmm. played that and it worked great. Like that one worked great. I guess because nobody was playing it, I was alone in the desert, <laughs> and then um. And then what else did I play? As Conan should be. <laughs> yeah, but but you're not playing as Conan. You're playing as some other. Well, for me, another Sumerian. But did you punch a camel. His name was Bronan. Can you punch camels in that game? I didn't find a camel. I, I said I was like I was alone in the desert. I saw this bat beast that comes out in one of the books, like I think the 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 sword in the phoenix. And I saw him like, oh, I'm gonna fuck this motherfucker up, and he flew away. And then I just got a tablet to read. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's all that happened. Is that the the guys that actually started Activision? I, I remember I was alive when Activision first got started from a bunch of low level programmers over Atari that left Atari and they started Activision. And like David Crane, Gary Kitchen, like David Crane is still making crappy games for crappy companies right to, to this day. He's not going to see a, a dime of that uh, of those billions. Making crappy games, he didn't make no pro, you know, Tony Hawk pro skater. Yeah, he did. He made, he made Pitfall, he made, he made, he made Ghostbusters. Like, David Crane made some great stuff, 
he will he should he should get uh at least three billion dollars out of this and he ain't gonna get nothing you know you know well, he's, gonna get, he's gonna get going to work tomorrow he's, he's going to work tomorrow morning and he read he, when he read his news he's like that's nice i got downtime me to get in the car and drive to work and the crappy, but my, nobody... my corolla <laughs> if he if he started Activision, that means he had stake in the company at some point, and at some point he decided to sell it, right? No, that's not that's not that's not, that's not how business works, uh, 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 Lawrence. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure that's exactly how business works. Like you know, it's like nobody can like they didn't force him out or anything, right? Did you see the Apple movie uh, when Steve Wozniak was sitting the, was standing in the back of the theater? Uh, trying to say, please say, please just say, please just just say a word about 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 the Apple II, please. And 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 the map people were like, like, screw you, Wozniak. All you did was start this company. Now get out of here. Yeah. Is going to happen to have happen happen? Not going to happen. Has already happened to David Crane and but, Gary. But, but was was kept his shares and made a whole bunch of money, right? I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's that. Yes, yes. Was the act made a whole bunch of money? And I, like, I, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say, you know, Crane made out great or anything because I don't know when he decided to like to go his shares. But you know, I'm just saying, like, he maybe he should have stuck around for the long haul. I don't know. Did you did you just say Wozniak has money? Yeah, Larry Wozniak ain't got no money. Please, doesn't he? Nah. Big nah, man says Microsoft is trying to get Game Pass on all platforms and take over that way. And hopefully, I mean, if it works, it works. Like I don't want to have to buy a Series S. Like, I want to just play it on my phone. Okay. Just because I mean, yeah, yeah. like, I can't, I can't find one for one. I, I think I found one the other day, and I almost bought it. And I'm like, what game am I even gonna play on this? Like, I'm just gonna play whatever's in my <laughs> X Cloud and my, <laughs> my Game Pass, which, you know, all everything is available for every platform. So, I'm, I'm not gonna. Like, like you know, Game, Pass, Game Pass has a lot of a lot of good games on it. Right, so just, and I can already play them. Just get a vaccine and you'll be able to play the games automatically. You'll be plugging them straight into your brain. Wozniak's <laughs> net worth is ten million. Does that sound like the co-founder of Apple? Ten million? Yeah. Nothing. Well, but, but what I'm saying it's is, more, it's more than I thought. But it's come on. Wozniak was again. This is this is the whole thing I'm saying is like this is about when he decided to sell his shares in the company. Wozniak. Like, he started the company. He created all that stuff. Like you can't buy an apple and not think about them technically if you listen done if, right. But what I'm saying is if he was like all about like hey, say the name of this computer and they didn't do that, and he's like, Well, guess what? I'm leaving and y'all are not gonna be able to do this without me. And he sold his his shares and he has his ten million now, but it turned out they were able to do it without him, and now the company's worth whatever billion, it's like, well. You made the wrong bet, right? Like that's like you know that's oh, like so being Dame Dash. Wrong, but the letter like being, for whatever how we were talking earlier, he can sue. Yeah, I, how can I? I'm gonna call her a well, sue. 
if 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 they if they told him, hey, you leave and we'll give you this money, but on the back end, we'll give you more of the company later. That's a whole different thing. But nobody told him that he he actually understood the business deal he was making, Man, and he so made the wrong close. bet. Like you know, it's you like you sound like you're all Josh Sweden. Guess what, Josh Sweden? Josh, you're the biggest fan. Josh Sweden is the biggest fan. I can hear it in your voice already. <laughs> but she, she, she didn't have to have a part if she didn't want to she, we didn't force her to bend over in front of me but she did so <laughs> I saw no. both the Steve Jobs movies that dude was not like he's shady as fuck I bet he probably did tell Wozniak hey we'll, we'll hook you up later just keep just keep coding hey again he was another I mean, dude listen, they did have a lot of you know there's reasons for that That's a, he now he's dead dealt with people like that PC killed him <laughs> yeah PC <laughs> All right, we got to get into the story. Now, man, it's time to go, man. We like we didn't have Joe to tell us about the tight two, man. I looked at the clock. I'm like, ah, shit. (laughs) All right, Derek H, man. Thank you for calling in today, man. It's good to hear your voice. Glad you're doing all right, or at least that you sound all right. Why don't you give us final thoughts? I'm talking about uh, uh, what what he did to uh, uh, Boa Fett. Made him a little punk. Running around after a little rat catcher last week, I'm like, "What are you? What is that bull fat? And he can't catch a little, a little, a little rat catcher. He's he's bumming around like 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 this is the Gremlins movie and shit. Oh, hell no, hell no. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure we had that conversation. Oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't here for that. I can't, no, I can't listen. You gotta I'm for Josh Whedon saying how great a guy he was. That's what, that's when I joined him. That's what forced me to call him. I called in when, when y'all when y'all telling the woman hater that he did okay. Well, you, you can't wait for his next movie. Well, you expect that from Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I mean, we say tight too. He looks at the interns, you know. <laughs> That's why we don't have him anymore. Wow. Okay. Oz, even though I kind of want to make you stop talking, give us final thoughts. <laughs> uh uh, Luke Crate sent me an email saying I'm supposed to get a box six this month, next month, the month after, basically once a month, and yet we are a week away from ending January and still nothing. So I'm just, you know, sitting here holding my little dick and uh, <laughs> waiting, for, waiting for my package. It's a scam. Get your money back. He paid for I, a year already. Uh, yeah, yeah. I There's did. no way they can they can get you they can re- re- reimburse you for the money you've given them. I'm oh. taking the hit for for you, the viewers, to let you know what a scam this really is. No, no, Derek is hit it right on the head. It's it loot crate is a scam right now, and they've had issues before. Like we b- before this, they, they've they've had issues. Uh, I'm recommending Culture Fly. None, neither, none of them sponsor us. I actually, I'm losing money. To, well, to do these videos, but, you know, like like I said, just uh, go to Culture Fly, get your world's finest little dick, and uh, <laughs> enjoy yourself. You know, I'm so mad that Most Collector Core collect. I'm so mad that Collector Core is not doing the uh, uh, the Spider Man No Way Home box. Like, I wanted to buy the box and. And there's good. other services that that somebody out there has that I haven't heard of. Go ahead, recommend down in the comments, wherever, and uh, I might check it out. I might do some. Yeah, it's, worth all hell. 
Hello Fresh. Get, get Hello Fresh. I'll send you uh, food every week. <laughs> oh, he's married. Uh, he yeah, I have that service. It's called the wife. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you, Josh Whedon? Uh, <laughs> he's Jose Whedon. Moses Magnum, final thoughts. <laughs> Nobody can see I was cracking up, but I can't right here. No uh, look, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, hit the bell. We got a, uh, I've been doing a new series called What Comics You Should Buy in 2022, and I'm dividing up by month. And uh, the next chapter for March is going to be up. It should be up already, technically. I scheduled it to happen during the show. So if you got tired of us, go to our channel and then go watch that. They're only like two minutes long because they haven't come out yet. So there's nothing to tell you other than that they're there and you should check them out. Um, aside from that, watch Ghost tomorrow live on Jimmy Kimmel Live. And uh, yeah, that's it. All right. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. Uh, we'll be back next week. Please let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want us to talk about. Uh, and until then, we'll see you. <laughs>